Director Showdown, and I'm your host, Adam Dauphin. And, and Brent. There's What's Brent. Up? Yeah. There's Brent. And we here at Director Showdown, in case this is your first time listening, we'd face off two directors. And this season, we're doing Chris Nolan and Dave Fincher. Mm-hmm. I feel like they, they would never go by those names. Yeah. But... If this is, again, if this is your first time listening, feel free to go to other episodes that I I would recommend watching episodes of movies that you've seen instead of just diving in, you know? Yeah, there you go. And if you're a big uh, Interstellar stan, Interstellar fan, boy, Mm -hmm. then, uh, or girl. uh, Or otherwise. Or, or, yeah, non-binary. Then this is the episode for you because we're talking Interstellar. And I'm sure... It's great because I hit some books, and that's why the no, I hit these books up there trying to communicate to you guys, yeah, saying that you need to say you need to stay. I don't know. I was trying to think of some stupid joke. Well, there. okay. Here's the thing. Is here's Gus, the thing. This is what really happened, yeah. guys. Gus mm-hmm. and I got here. So like, Gus is our 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 gust. Oh yeah, yeah. we got our Gus back. Say hi, Gus. All right, all right, all right. Hey, here I am. there he is. Gusu. Gusu. I don't think we've ever said Gusu on the podcast. We haven't. We were talking about it today. And, um, yeah. Well, yeah. in case in case our listeners don't know, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I want them to know the story. Actually, yeah. Oh yeah, go for it. So I was in Japan, and uh, uh, Gus had, was telling me of, of this like kind. These kind, this kind old couple who owns a restaurant, Okinomiyaki, right? Right, Okinomiyaki. I can't believe I got that right. That's like the that first, first time try. I've yeah. ever yeah, I dude, got it. Nailed it. Hell yeah. I don't think I can say it again because I feel Asian like, blood. That's racist. Well, <laughs> I'm what, white. The white man telling me <laughs> what I can <laughs> say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like um, uh, my my travel buddy, uh, him and I, we traveled to old Kyoto to try to find it, and. Uh, it had it had been a a festival day in Kyoto, so a lot of places were closed, and they were closed, but they were still because they lived there apparently. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, you know, are are you open?" And he's like, "Oh no, it's 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 a festival today." And then I was like, "Do you do you know my friend Gus?" Oh. <laughs> and he's like, "I show him a picture of you." And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Gusu. And he was putting his hands on his head. Gusu. Like, he covers his eyes, yeah. Oh, oh man. Gusu. Oh, that's so Delightful. humble. Yeah, Mama and Masta. Mama and Masta. This is, you know, this episode's been okay to been there, dude? We, when we were in Japan, mm. we, we ate there like three times in the oh, two, okay. like, two weeks we were there. Mm. But it was because my friend Andrew had lived there. 
Okay. And he and made, he had, okay. yeah, he built a relationship with Mama and Masta where he would go. Mama and Masta. He would go like once every week mm. and he would, he would eat there. And then after they, he would stay till they closed. And then afterwards him and Masta and his friend, mm. uh, Daya would go to the, Zandaya? uh, no, just Daya. He's from Netherlands. <clears throat> he would. They would go to the uh, bathhouse together, and then they made it oh, like a tradition, wow. like every week, like every oh, Thursday. Cool. So cool. Andrew built this huge relationship with them, and then we visited them when we went back, or when Andrew went back, yeah. and and so we all got excited. And he got excited that we recommended. Mm. Or like he brought us, and then so like I tell everyone he, to go he, visit Mama and Master. They're the most adorable couple in existence absolutely yeah like they they were like here's a magnet that your friends got us like it's a little texas blue bonnet like (laughs) magnet and they're just like look at this yeah that's so cool yeah when we visited we brought him like a bottle of jack daniels and then i gave him my uh shiner bach i had like a handkerchief because he wears um yeah he wears like yeah the the, yeah the bandana so Mm -hmm. i gave him my bandana Mm -hmm. and he was wearing it looked like a badass because it had like a bull skull on it with like mm. um the horns and everything yeah, he looked yeah. like hard-ass master back there cooking uh, up some okinomiyaki that's dope dude we need to next year all right um listeners our patreon is open uh, <laughs> no i, lo- I love us always yeah, a patreon. yeah always referencing a non-existent patreon <laughs> yeah we need to go to japan brent you should come with us i want to go to japan so yeah. bad is it i was gonna ask what kind of is so is it like a is it a restaurant or like yeah a, it's kind of it's like it's um, interesting yeah it's very small restaurant there's probably like yeah. four or five tables in there Tiny. oh wow okay. and um two tables have the little grills in front of them right I yeah remember, remember yeah correctly? we were sitting yeah. at the, the grill so master kind of cooks up it's an okinomiyaki is kind of this like the best like way i can describe it is like a noodle cabbage pancake omelet pancake yeah, yeah. It's and fucking okay. delicious. Yeah. You can put anything, like veggies, noodles, and like this really good like soy like, sauce glaze. Yeah, you, on the grill, you eat it as it's cooking, like mm-hmm. on the grill. Yeah. So it's like, so you use like the actual spatula to yeah, eat. Yeah, you get with, like a little spatula. Yeah. And yeah. you can cut it up. And it's like a shareable thing, too, because mm-hmm. it's like a big okay. kind of like omelet. Since, since it was closed, he didn't do that for us. Okay. Because, yeah. Made your thing. No, yeah. But he still cooked at his grill for us. Yeah, because you can sit at the amazing. bar, too, and then yeah. you can cook up yeah. everything. God, yeah. That's so cool, man. It's I don't really think, fun. I think he did it for free, too. I don't think he charged us. I don't remember him charging us. Oh, you, it's, shit, man. Damn. You dropped Gusu's name, man, and you're yeah. fucking... Yeah. So, yeah, if you're listening, so, like, you drop every, Gusu's name. Yeah, so every <laughs> place I went Japan, to, every place I went to, I was just like, I showed him a picture of you, <laughs> and they're like, who the fuck is that? Right. <laughs> who's this, yeah, it's who's Gusu. Like, I don't know who that is. Gaijin. This stupid yeah. America? Gaijin. America? Oh, my God. <laughs> I should have even tried. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I tried to not even do an accent, and then I put one on just because I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> At like, least you're I, self-aware. Is, is this an yeah. American? Is what they all said, mm-hmm. right? You should just lean into your yeah. shittiness, your, your, your whiteness. Yeah, my whiteness. You know, you should, you know what you should also racism. lean into? Yeah. How much you hate Interstellar, Brent. Oh, God oh, damn it. Damn. No, dude, this movie like this? rules. This movie rules. Dude. I just think it's also also Christopher Nolan's worst movie, but it's oh, one I love. What is damn. wrong? Well. That's wrong. Probably, because I haven't seen Insomnia <laughs> or Insomniac. Insomnia. Yeah, Insomnia, or I've never seen Following, hmm. and it's better oh, okay. than those. But I, th- I think it's, I think it's, a, it's a messy movie. This movie's uh, but, almost perfect. 
That I is agree. a ridiculous thing. It is almost perfect. I agree. Boy, oh boy. It, it is okay. not a, it's not Inception. Okay. And yeah, I will no, say it's that, not Inception. But it is almost there, and it kind of just... Well, just by you taking yeah. such an insane stance, I have to take a stance of like, well, yeah. let's bring ourselves down to reality. No, because... But also, I, I love this I movie, can, and I need to I can to understand also... what you're saying about yeah. it, because there is some like deep flaws in it, but okay. like... To me, like the, okay, the you're saying of, like the flaws. Okay, the f- the the flaw the it's almost perfect, but the flaws that do exist are yeah. like deep. You know what I mean? Okay, I'm interested in this because yeah. this movie is honestly one of my top ten. Yeah, so I want to I want to oh, yeah. learn about these flaws because it's okay. Well, let's yeah. get into that, Gus. So yeah. this season, Nolan Fincher, like. Where are you at on these guys? Yeah, like, let's at? start with Nolan. Like, what what are, what are your opinions on him? Like, your kind of history. Have with you him? met Gavin? him? Have you took him out? Oh, on yeah, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Have, you, yeah. have you kissed Mister Nolan? A second base, at least. <laughs> okay, like cool. Batman. Oh, turn. Yeah. I would. Love, we need to turn this into like a bachelor. No, director's bachelor. <laughs> director's. What, what would be the best director bachelor? Bat, uh, down. Yeah, Dir- director's lockdown. Lockdown. That, there that you man. Go. Oh. I, I don't know. I, I don't. <laughs> hey, I have no idea. We, uh, just in, Brent has just opened a Deviant Art um, <laughs> yeah. account. I'm sketching my first picture yeah. of uh, Gus and Nolan right now on their first date. I've no, already written no, the fan at, at the restaurant in Japan. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, the fanfic is like the two directors like yeah. like holding each other. It's like super anime style. As like fin- David oh, Fincher and, and, and Nolan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Nolan Chan. Like Spielberg is like caressing Kubrick's like bald head and just. Oh. <laughs> We're, that whoa. has to be Do out there, though. we need a DeviantArt fucking, like, network? So, oh, fellow listeners, if you're willing to work for Director Showdown and not get paid any money, yeah. and you're a good artist... But you just like drawing sexy directors... <laughs> I would love to see have, this. Doing sexy things to each other. <laughs> like, please do. Like, Spielberg's, like, super muscular and, like, yeah. like fucking Kubrick. And they're all, like, like yeah, a, just cradling him yeah. like a, a baby. A sexy, like, twink. <laughs> he's just, like, that's not offensive to say, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, but I feel he's, like, like sitting that's a in, very offensive he's, like, no, I don't <laughs> think it is. I have gay friends. It's fine. Uh, oh, he's, like, sitting in Spielberg's lap. Yeah, and then like Spielberg's like that's like not the way I would think it would work. I would think Kubrick's the one. It's who's just like funny. The it's just funny to think of it. It is. I way. mean, either way, it's very funny. Kubrick but is I'm, a top. Uh, boy, for sure. yeah. What about? <laughs> I asked you a question. Spielberg's a power bottom between Fincher and, <laughs> and Nolan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. I'm very familiar with Nolan. Um, I've seen yeah, yeah. following. I, I've seen a lot of his films, like mm-hmm. of course Batman and. Um, Inception is also one of my other favorites. Dunkirk, I, I like a lot. Um, Dunkirk. And then Fincher, the I'm also pretty familiar with. Zodiac is another great film that I love. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, um, the Fight Club. Fight Club. And then Seven. The, I mean, all yeah. great Alien films. 3. There, yeah. So I want to, because I feel like this is a thing we've touched on a lot this season. It's like, the, I, I, I'm going to guess that these were all movies that were like big for you growing up right like yeah, maybe not absolutely. growing up but like coming Part, into adulthood i think so yeah like after my high school when i had like more aware when i was like deeper into my film minor at school yeah. uh i'll flex on that for a bit <laughs> but oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, um yeah, yeah. please do like we we studied all these older films and then that's when nolan was coming out with you know it was after high school so ba- batman had already came out kind of or the dark knight 
And okay, so okay. he was he was kind of doing these other like passion projects like Inception and and Interstellar and these other movies that I really enjoyed. But I also knew him from like the Prestige stuff uh, further back in his catalog. So yeah. I I would say Nolan was kind of the first director in the new age that I was really following and really enjoying a lot. <laughs> following. <laughs> huh? Hey, because that was hey, a movie. He did. Yeah. No, that that makes that makes a lot of sense, man. Yeah, he's uh Yeah. Yeah, he's like one of the biggest maybe he's the biggest director, name. dude. He's like he's I think absolutely. he's like the biggest director working Since Spielberg. Now? Yeah, I think he is yeah. kind of the new he's Spielberg. Yeah, in he's, sense. Yeah. Like you he's don't even hear like rate. the Russo the Russo brothers, which is kind of crazy. Like no one actually like says, "Oh, like the Russo brothers yeah. are making Avengers, which is one of the biggest movies like mm-hmm. ever." Well, you're you're are you saying like, that you names. don't hear his Well, like my mom really? would like never say, "Oh yeah, Russo brothers." Like yeah, that okay. was Well, that's true. because the yeah. brand is bigger than the directors yeah. because they so. they're they're uh like leading a established franchise that like She's more likely to know, like, Feige, if anything. But I, I'm sure people still don't know Feige. Yeah, they probably know yeah, Disney and Marvel. Exactly. And that's it. Yeah, they just know they just know. And the I brand. guess more in, yeah. like, the auteur style, Nolan is more known in that realm than the Rooster Brothers. Yeah. Not saying anything against the Rooster Brothers. Yeah, but, they, they haven't ever right. directed a yeah. thing they've written. They're coming so. out yeah. with a new movie that's not Marvel, right? I think it was, like, I, some I think action they're, movie. Uh, they're producers on that. They're they're producing oh. a lot of shit, and I I'm excited to see what they direct next. Yeah, because they've only directed Marvel stuff or yeah. Community, and all their okay. Community episodes are incredible. Well, mm-hmm. and Arrested Development too. Oh yeah, that's um, right. So they're like great TV directors, which makes sense that they did Marvel movies because mm-hmm. they're kind of they're they're serialized like television. Mm-hmm. I should just say that, mm-hmm. but um, you know, yeah, the Russo brothers. Are great, but you know who's better, Christopher Nolan. And when was the first time you saw Interstellar, Gus? And what was your experience? Yeah. Oh man. Okay. The first time I saw Interstellar was in theaters. I remember not knowing too much going into the film, um, other than it was directed by Christopher Nolan, and he had already done like Inception, and this one was about so he, space. Your 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 wiener was yeah. was erect and yes, it was absolutely dude. ready to fucking go. Like absolutely. Inception, amazing, and then yes. you're dude, like yeah, this space was the movie. Yeah, this yeah this was the wow, follow up yes. Inception. Nolan and two thousand one, a space odyssey is like my favorite film of all time. So same. Like, this and Nolan is like my sex dream, hmm. pretty much. I know. Yeah. Sex dream. So I like that. Yeah, when, Not when dream, I saw it, I, I, I remember, and it's very rare because I don't yeah. remember too much of stuff that I've seen. Like I remember movies I've seen in the film, but are in the movies. But th- there's scenes in this movie I remember sitting in my seat and being like, "Holy shit!" Because I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't, you know, follow trailers or anything. I kind of went into it blind, mm-hmm. and um, I had my son Jude obviously at the time. And so this movie like hit home for me and none of my friends really got, they're like, dude, what I that movie was okay. I was like, no, that movie like hit home for me, especially Mm -hmm. with the relationship with his daughter. Like, yeah, it was just, and it, it just hit like every note when I saw it and it was, it was incredible. That's why it's one of my favorite movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel that man. Yeah. I, I, I saw this, I think opening night in IMAX. I still, I have the Mm -hmm. poster on my desk actually. So I'm going to say that together. 
Huh? Do we saw, see it together? Um, I know I saw maybe. it with Louise for sure. No, no, I don't think so because that was uh, I was with my ex at the time. I think I went with her and we saw it at, at IMAX. Uh, <laughs> a big ooh, let me pull my collar <laughs> out a little bit. Um, yeah, he he's he's no longer with us. So <laughs> you got him. <laughs> that was like okay. <laughs> you loved it. You're laughing. That was like that was a layered. Good. There was like one layer that was offensive, huh? that was and then one layer that was like offensive in a different way. Yeah, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's yes, so many. Okay. There's, there's so many like weird, like yeah, hilarious. I had to, like I had to that. think about that for a second because <laughs> I was like, okay, all right. Um, but anyway, yeah, no, uh, yeah, we saw this in theaters, and like seeing it in IMAX yeah. was like an incredible experience. And yeah, just like uh, the space photography and all that shit, and uh, mm-hmm. it was super emotional. Like I definitely remember crying in the theater, like watching this movie. It's and not just, it's not difficult, yeah. you know, to mm-hmm. make me cry yeah, in a movie. Yeah. But um, what theater was it? It was Palladium IMAX. Yeah. How about you, Gus? You... Oh, where I saw it? Yeah. Yeah, Palladium IMAX also. Oh, oh, because where I saw it hmm. yeah. was AMC IMAX Ooh. with the. 35 or I forgot which one uh, it was uh it was celluloid oh wow okay uh, so it was one of the best experiences like in a movie theater I've had like ever because like yeah. that screen was super big and you could see all the colors it was mm-hmm. insane how cool it was yeah. and I got the po- I got two posters there too they gave me two Damn. and I do have one at my uh office space yeah cubicle one might say and it's always hanging there just just in there i love that poster well i think i yeah. saw your desk once and i think it's the one hanging mm. there is the same one i have yeah. so we we yeah. both have the same fucking same interstellar poster, poster yeah. like hanging up mm-hmm. um but you yeah. hate this movie so i don't know why you would look at something no i this movie fucking rules i just think okay so i want to get into the history of this movie because that is the nugget of mm. And all of the reasons why I think this movie is is a little messy in its execution is because of its roots. So this movie um, came about in the early 2000s originally, and it was uh, written by Jonathan Nolan, and he was consulting with Kip Thorne, who's a a physicist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was – Spielberg was attached at the time, which after seeing the movie makes sense like as a Spielberg project potentially – um, and Spielberg like moved on from it. Eventually it was just kind of in limbo. And then that's when, uh, Man, Nolan, another pun there in, in limbo. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. When it dropped into unconstructed dream space, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, no, yeah. And then, um, Nolan, uh, like apparently had this unrelated script that was this 2001 esque, like sci-fi space script that he ended up combining with the script that his brother had worked on. And so oh, okay. the, wow. the ultimately the movie itself came from both of the Nolan brothers, like scripts being kind of mashed together. And, uh, and then that's when it, it was, uh, I think even before, maybe before inception that Nolan started like putting those scripts together and like writing it. And, uh, mm-hmm. that's why they both get dual it. credit on the, yeah, they're both writers right. on the, mm-hmm. Um, and I was also going to say that this is a movie that I, because the script was like out there, like you could just get Jonathan Nolan's script. Mm. Um, this was actually one of the scripts that I, I, I had read early on is Jonathan Nolan's version. Um, 
and that was a pretty fascinating read because it's it's very similar. It's a, a, a lot heavier with the Earth stuff. Yeah, interestingly okay. enough, mm. and like the conflict makes, on Earth, huh? With the conflict on Earth, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, a lot, like pretty much. It's fascinating because like the opening thirty to forty minutes, like all that Earth stuff is kind of just Jonathan Nolan stuff. Mm. Like it's all his his script, and then like I, I think that's where Chris Nolan like took the reins and, and mm. kind of ran with it. But, um, wow, I didn't know yeah. that. That's crazy. Yeah. So you hate Christopher Nolan's, um, half, I'm guessing. <laughs> no, man. I, I, I think, I think this movie is like a lot of movies, like, like a lot of Christopher Nolan's movies. It's very ambitious. Uh, it tries to do a lot. I, I think this movie has the most inorganic plot of any Christopher Nolan movie. And I think that's impossible to argue. I want you guys to try and argue with me on that. Like, like this movie has a like, plot. I mean, that can, you, can with, you expand on? Yeah, absolutely. So it, star- it starts. Yeah. yeah. So it starts basically with the daughter being like, "There's a ghost. There's a ghost," mm-hmm. in all mm-hmm. in all this, and then ba- you know, basically, she like uh, the the sandstorm hits, and then they they find the coordinates for NASA. Right. All right. That doesn't make any sense until an hour later, but okay. And uh, I, I sound so harsh, but like... You sound like an asshole. I know. Right? I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> no, gonna fucking good. Dial- I hate good. that you're making me this guy, Adam. You're yeah. like so fucking gung-ho for this movie that you're making me this guy. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think it's like so inorganic just, and ridiculous to, to be like, this doesn't make any sense and it won't for an hour and a half. Yeah. And then it pays it off by being like fourth dimensional beings. All right. Fifth dimensional, actually. Fifth, whatever. But, yeah, and it's so inorganic, man. And uh, I, I also – I have some other stuff, too. But um, I, I hate coming this strong out of the gate, too. Mm. So we should talk about, like um, – Well, to address that stuff, fact, yeah. Yeah. why is that bad? Like, I don't understand, like, what – you can withhold information for an hour and then explain it later. I don't I know, I think man. it ties into, like – it t- it's kind of has the same feeling as Inception where you have to see it twice to really yeah. know what's going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. And then you you pick up on these things because, mm-hmm. like, I watched it again. This is probably, like, I don't know, the fifth or sixth time I've seen the mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed the first thing Murph says to her dad is, I thought you were my ghost, or I thought you were the ghost. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, he kind of, yeah. like, plays it off like, oh, no, there's no, mm-hmm. you know, ghosts, don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. So it's all these little things that kind of, at first, you wouldn't know, like, oh, yeah, I kind of see where you come from. Like, what the fuck? Like, at a first viewing, you're like, why? Mm-hmm. What's, what does what does all this bullshit? Like, mm-hmm. the sand and the dust and the, the gravity. Like, oh, what's, okay, why do I care? And then it does pay, it, like, takes two hours to pay off at the end, you know, because it, yeah. it takes a long time to get there. But then I think on a second viewing, all of those things get paid off. And you mm. you realize there, all those. Yeah, I mean, there's also a lot of uh, there's also just a lot of nonsense that that has no meaning at all. Like the whole like we have to solve gravity. Mm. All mm-hmm. right, we have to solve gravity. You got to go into a black hole and get data, and then you'll solve gravity. I don't know. It's just like it's what? it's what? nonsense. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> they have to solve gravity so they can get the people off Earth because gravity is what's limiting people from getting off because they can't have a massive like 
um, evacuation because of how much power it takes to take people off Earth due to gravity. Okay, so that all that info is in a black hole. They okay to collect quantum data about how quantum gravity. Data. Yeah. Qu- all right. <laughs> about like that's why I love this movie because it talks about like what how can we how do we address like these very fundamental like scientific like quandaries like we don't have any kind of idea of what goes on in a black hole and I kind of just like how it's like oh maybe there's because like in the movie like at the beginning and I, I promise I'll I'm gonna address what I was talking before um, Murph it, was talking about a ghost. And, you know, they were shutting her down saying, cause like, it, it's, it's good for me because like, I'm a hardcore, like science, like believer person. And it was like, uh, you know, ghosts aren't real. And that, then that's what, um, Matthew McConaughey was saying. Cause mm-hmm. that's what her brother was saying. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, no, you have it's to like, collect data and data, stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you like, you have to admit, and Murph says, you have to admit what you don't know. You know, you can't be so hard on the facts. And like, I thought that was really awesome. And like, What's great is that, like, things like gravity and time, like, those are things that we have some, some like, fundamental, um, uh, like, we believe that they are always going to be the way that they are mm-hmm. because of how much, um, how much data we have about them. And the caution is that maybe there's something more that we just refuse to to see because we're so like pinned down in how we perceive it. So like solving the gravity problem was important because it's like it, it ties with, um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Brand, or, right? Yeah. Dr. Brand yeah. who was like, I, I'm only going to see it this way. I'm only going to see time this way. I'm only going to see gravity this way. That's why he never solved it. So like, the the thing that was so special about Murph was that she was willing to to look at things from a, a different point of view and admit that she doesn't know something so she can find out more about it. So that's why it's like that's that's what was so beautiful about this movie is because like like she's a true scientist. Like this is like like an emphasis on like what what science is ultimately is as opposed to like a critique on like how uh, to shut people down, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's a process of investigation. And that's why I thought like it was important to talk about the gravity. And plus it was because you need to get people off because earth's dying. So I don't know. Like that's like, I, that's why I was just like flabbergasted that you would shut that like down because I, it really spoke to me like (laughs) a lot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's okay. I mean, I I think we're just going to come down to like subjectivity on a lot Mm. of this stuff here, but like, I I do want to talk about just like the stuff I love about this movie. Cause like I'm on the same page with you guys on a lot of this. Like I, (laughs) this movie's great. (laughs) Even, even though I just think like it is a very kind of silly movie in some regards, like the, the, the way that things connect and like the, the logic behind it. But, um, well, so, yeah, that, that, that we can get into that really quick. Cause I kind yeah. of agree on that. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, but that level, yeah, I mean, this is kind of Nolan doing his 2001. It's like this movie is, I think very similar in a lot of ways. Yeah. There's um, a lot of similarities between both. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it doesn't so much have the, um, human verse machine component mm-hmm. that, you know, like a like the whole second act of mm. um, uh, 2001 has, but right. instead focuses on 
Uh, kind of the the man versus man with the uh, Matt Damon literally, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then man, man versus yeah. time, or like man versus nature. Yeah, mm-hmm. was, yeah, yeah, for sure. It was like the uh, idea of uh, what what is, uh, oh man, I don't know. like a lot of it was that weird um, quantization of love. Mm-hmm. I don't know about all that. <laughs> right. But you know, like I, I oddly that stuff grows on me more, more every time I see the movie. It's like I mean, still silly. It's not. It's not. Yeah, like, but it's like earnest as fuck. Like it's like I totally understand what she's saying. Yeah, you know, and mm-hmm. like she sells it because she's a great actress. It's so uh, cheesy, Sergio. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's so cheesy. It's, yeah, it, it's it For just sure. it feels because even when uh, Matthew McConaughey was like, love is. Love is quantized. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? I think she says love transcends time and space. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like, What's where that? did this come from? Right. And like, where's this That's romanticism? Kind of right well, it's, there. It's, yeah. well, okay. Maybe we should back up and say that this is, this is Nolan like realizing the, uh, criticizing that he gets sometimes and being kind of a cold British man mm. and uh, that he wanted to make an emotional movie and he mm. wanted to make an emotional movie about a guy and, and his it kids was emotional because he added in the script that I read just had him and his son. Mm-hmm. So Nolan added in the daughter mm. like so that's totally his thing. Murph. Murph. Detective. <laughs> Detective Murph. <laughs> Detective Murph. Detective. I'd watch it. Um, yeah. I mean, technically, Scientists are detectives. Hey. Whoa. Nature detectives. <laughs> nature det- That sounds kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? I'm a nature detective. <laughs> so, Brent, let me ask you this, because yeah. you saw this movie before you were a dad, and then now Ooh, after you were a yeah. dad. So I kind of want to know what your uh, it, it, take on it. It hit harder. I, I will say this, that I was like, I you know, I watched it today, and I was uh watching Atticus for like two thirds mm-hmm. of the runtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amy was like taking a nap and I was, I was keeping an eye on Atticus. And so obviously my, my attention is like 80% on the movie, right. 20% on, on him or, you know, maybe 60, 40 to, mm-hmm. uh, um, but, uh, you know, like, I don't know. I, I think the, the scenes of, you know, him being a dad with, uh, with Murph and stuff like that, uh, really hit harder. And especially, I mean, obviously like the, the big like powerhouse scene in the movie when he sees the tapes of his kids. Oh yeah. Like after 23 and a half years, I think. Right. To him, it was like, Mm. like three hours or whatever, but yeah, he knew that it had been like 20 something years. It's like, yeah, because, uh, it's, I, I would lose my fucking shit too, man. And it's, uh, that, that hit a lot harder now, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, I, I think that stuff definitely, definitely was a lot more change your perspective a little yeah, bit. Change yeah. Change your perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, I, I was right. That scene where, um, he comes back up from the water planet and he's get, he's getting those tapes that hit me the most. Cause like, I think I have it written down. Like the hardest, oh, God. the hardest thing is to have your kids think that that you failed them, or, and so yeah. for like oh, you God, haven't heard yeah, from them. Yeah. You know they haven't heard from you in like mm-hmm. twenty years of their time, and then you're you're just like, yeah, just and him his acting in that mm-hmm. scene got to me. Like he's like just like happy crying almost because yeah. he's like they haven't given up on me. They haven't you know 
you know, they they still think I'm out here trying to save them. Or, well, well, the son does. The son, yeah, know, the yeah. daughter. Well, didn't yeah. didn't that Murph. video ultimately end in the son being like, "I have to let you go." Yeah, my wife told me I have to let you go. Right. You know what hit me actually really hard too, which is like, it's it's kind of a background thing, but it's. I, don't, I have issues with like Casey Affleck's character. He's not developed enough, but no, not, like, yeah. Um, like, yeah, he like loses his son and right. that like hit me really hard. in like the second video where it's like, it's been really hard with, you know, what happened with Jesse and, mm. and it's like mm. probably been a couple of years since the last video, but it's yeah. like, fuck man. That's like, like imagine super... having to like go through that all in like the span of like a few hours. Yeah, dude. It's like, it's gotta be such a fucking weird twilight zoney whiplash to like, see your whole because what you're seeing is your whole life pass before your eyes because like when you have kids like they're your life and so when you see all of that just happening in front of you like Mm. all playing out it's like Mm. fuck man but when you have cats they're your life too huh yeah (laughs) she's my life now imagine if you saw fauna on video camera oh no she gets old cut to adam uh mcconaughey scene yeah. on the spaceship that line. would make me so sad to see a girl but uh, yeah. little fauna getting old <laughs> but yeah that was um that's one of my favorite scenes this movie was uh yeah man that was like his yeah. big uh because because this mm. this was coming out the same year as he won the oscar and that was just like the boy man reconnaissance. Mm-hmm. I love that reconnaissance, <laughs> full swing. That at this was point, the reconnaissance. Yeah. Hell yeah, it was man. Oh, like right. Dallas Buyers Club, and like dude, almost yeah. more than seeing the the movie itself. I remember when the tr- the teaser for this movie dropped uh, because we were talking about how um, it's post Inception, and you know at at this point it's like he's household name. It's, you know, uh, we're like fully on board anything he has to do. I'm like following the, the fucking, uh, pre-production stuff, like the new cast and shit like that Mm -hmm. stuff that we're doing right now with his new movie. But it's, you know, like, uh, Oh, McConaughey's going to be the lead. I'm fucking on board because I love Nolan in space. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's interstellar, you know, it's a space movie. And then that trailer drop, that teaser trailer is incredible, man. I don't know if you guys remember it, but it's pretty much like. It's all about how we've lost hope to like dream and to be pioneers, and mm. like it and it almost ends in uh, one of the final shots is like the final space shuttle landing, and it saying like this is the final flight of the the NASA space shuttle, and then from there it's like uh, but we're still pioneers, and then it shows like the rocket take off. Uh, Uh, like the kids holding hands and then interstellar comes up like vertically. And I was just like, Oh "Oh, dude, I do remember that now. This teaser trailer fucking goddamn man. Mm -hmm. Got me good. This role is really good for McConaughey too. I can't, I honestly can't think of anyone else in place of him in like the other Nolan movies. Like I can't see Hugh Jackman or like Leo no, or man. Tom Hardy. The two white or, collar dude. Like yeah. you really do yeah. need kind of a more blue. Co- even you know, though Jeremy Renner would be great in this. Renner probably would be. Maybe, good. Yeah, I could I, I see, see him that. Because yeah. he's such a blue collar handsome guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I but mean, you need yeah, like a good old like farm boy. Reasons. Yeah, he's a farm yeah. boy. He, even though like he hates farming and he's like a fucking like pilot engineer. Right. Like no, he said he likes farming. No, the yeah, he kind of air I mean, quotes like yeah. it's like it's like a secondary love while like you know because he had that crash that like gave him PTSD or something, you know. 
Mm. Yeah, that was briefly yeah. explained. Mm-hmm. Like the first At the two beginning. seconds. Oh, <laughs> do you the think beginning. theory alert? Yeah, yeah. He was having fifth dimensional like this is like shroom flashbacks. No fifth dimensional interference. Interference. That's why. That's why he crashed. They, yeah. they, there's a line in the movie that says like. And there was a, a gravitational anomaly that caused him to ah, crash. And, see, there and you it, go. And that's just one of those... I'm not going to get into <laughs> it. It's, it's just very deus machina to me that all this shit happens because of, yeah, all that stuff. But it, Like it was all planned, maybe? Like he yeah. had to... But the thing... Okay, so I will say this in, uh, like, contrast to the opinion I just said, is that, like, this viewing really did hit home further like the fifth dimensional stuff mm-hmm. and um like the the fact that it, it's at least very explained in the movie i think mm-hmm. where when he's in that fifth dimension he's like uh laying out everything like the um the dust for like him and his daughter when she's younger yeah um the clock stuff and then uh and then what what was it, his line I, this time yeah, but when he realizes that, like it's us, like it's it's us in mm. the future, yeah. like when it's mm. not us now, we're not ready now. Yeah, um, but I, I don't know. That stuff just worked a lot better for me. But it just feels a little bit like uh, uh, I won't say well, cop out, like, but it feels like very like Nolan this, being like this, this I can is just how do whatever. I see it at least. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be because like I actually got this kind of interpretation during this recent viewing, so I didn't like know. I was trying to parse because, like that part, the fifth dimensional stuff where he's in the prism, yeah, you know that part always like kind of like I never really understood it, but now, like I got I think a little bit more, and what I interpreted as was that these fifth dimensional beings that are us have like transcended us like kind of like in 2001 like you know mm-hmm. like yeah. the baby at the end yeah and they don't know how to properly like communicate so what ended up happening is that they had to create a space in the three the, dimensions the three in, yeah yeah that he could understand with like someone who he loved because that's the only way he was going to ever like really understand like this this insane like um three-dimensional space of yeah. fifth-dimensional stuff. Like, he had to have, like, the context of of Murph in there to be able to communicate with um, beings. And she's, like, obviously was chosen by the future beings because she had the, uh, I guess, the, the talent to do so. So they had to somehow make sure that uh, the quantum data that was... I mean, they couldn't have gone in any other way but inside of the black hole. So mm-hmm. it was like, it, I mean, like, it sounds a little crazy, but, because uh, it is. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I I don't hate that. I think it's an interesting, like, kind of concept because it, they had to, it, it's like interesting framing to communicate with another dimensional being using the context of love in that in that way. Yeah. You know. For sure. Yeah, it was like them setting up a a way that he would understand. A way he would understand. To, so, so it's like, I, I wonder if their ultimate goal was... Because they put the wormhole there, right? Mm. Because right. The, the reason why people. that they made the space in the black hole is because the quantum data, and the quantum data was going to help them help Murph solve the gravity 
problem, which right. helps save all the humans so they could go and populate another world where that world would eventually evolve into the fifth dimensional beings that you have. Right. There. So they're saving themselves yeah. almost in a mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, Cooper and since fifth dimensional the... beings exist in all time spans, it, the circular logic kind of works, but I mean, it, it's always fucked when you're talking about time travel, but yeah. you, if you just let it happen and just accept it, it's fine. You know? Yeah. Uh, that scene is shot really beautifully too, as like how to conceptualize Oh, it's so the third cool dimension yeah. and like yeah. kind of like a film. fabric and a quilt. Like, yeah. I kind of that's the best way I can. Yeah, it was like explain um, it. My my cool hipster um, plaid shirts. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly like that. Actually, yeah, it's, it's like if you were to zoom into one of your plaid shirts, but it was yeah. infinite plaid Ooh, shirts yeah. within it. In all, all right, yeah. listeners, mm-hmm. do not take this idea. We're gonna make a cool shirt that that has the pattern on it. That'd be a cool shirt <laughs> of, of the fucking uh, her bedroom, a fucking Murph's bedroom. On we a could plaid do shirt. that, but or just have like the the brown like yeah. beige stripes that go yeah. across. The, what and what stuff. does uh, Tars call it? Um, mm. He has like a name for it. I forgot what it was. Because he says like the something is collapsing. Mm. The oh. Matrix or the not the Matrix? That's too on the I nose. Think but he, the, yeah. might have said Matrix. Yeah, yeah, that'd mm. be cool and have like Cooper on like the pocket square, oh, like yeah. hanging <laughs> down or something, hanging out. Mm. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. That'd, that'd be, be rad. Yeah. yeah, that'd be a cool shirt. I uh, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the planet Tars? stuff. Oh, sorry, T- Tars. Uh, yeah. So they they go to space. He leaves his daughter because it's. Because- because the Dust Bowl's happening. Mm-hmm. And they use footage from Ken Burns. Uh, what's it called? Not the Dust Bowl, but a Ken Burns documentary. They just like lifted uh, some some footy from that mm-hmm. uh, with Ken Burns' permission. Um, and everybody but Ellen, what's her name? Ellen Burstyn, who plays uh, Murph, the old Murph. Okay. The chick from... Uh, Oh yeah. yeah, she looked familiar. Yeah, she's in uh, Jesus Christ, the Aronofsky movie, man, the drug one. She's oh, the old, the old. She, the that mom. was her. Yeah, that's her. Requiem for a dream. Requiem for a dream. Yeah, she's the mom in huh. Requiem for a dream. She looked familiar. She plays I feel like old she's Murph. been in other movies too. She, well, yeah, she. Def- I think yeah. she definitely has been. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's where it opens, and the Earth is. I. I, I don't love the Earth stuff. I. I, I guess maybe I just wish. We got to see a little bit more of like uh, the drone. The drone scene was pretty cool, though. Yeah, the the drone scene was cool. I like that um, of them like hijacking the drone and like cut yeah. through the yeah. cornfield. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, can that it, felt very like out of the Spielberg version of this movie, mm-hmm. like for sure. But can, can we talk about how I the first time I saw this movie, I remember like the scene where they're at. He's talking to the principal. Mm-hmm. And that bitch teacher was like, um, it was uh, uh it was just American propaganda just right. to rush. Uh, I was questioning literally the mad landing. at yeah. that like statement when I was like seething at this person. <laughs> yeah. I was oh like, I hope we never get to that level where we start like like framing We write in textbooks, dude. Yeah. Because yeah. she found that in one of his old ones and mm-hmm. it's not in the new ones. Yeah, they reframed history to suit like a global, um, yeah, a more right. global yeah. oriented. So I, I, I like, I like, yeah, that that was a really cool moment of mm-hmm. like, j- oh, just this like place framing, is fucked. Yeah, just yeah. like framing the mm-hmm. priorities yeah. of America at this moment mm-hmm. in time. You know, mm-hmm. 
And so, what what year do you guys think it is? Because the way I yeah, read I was this just movie, about to ask that. What year do you think this? I, I think John Lithgow is like us. I was just about yeah, to say that. I sure. think John Lithgow is a millennial sure. because yeah. mm. the way he was talking, he was like, he's like, block. we had a new gadget like every day or like, yeah, you know, and that just sounds it's, like, yeah, yeah, that sounds like now. Yeah. So like Cooper would be like our kids' age or like our Atticus our generation right of our kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's the Atticus. He's man. the Atticus the, yeah. or the Jude. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. You're gonna grow up a farmer. So what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, you guys. You guys are irresponsible. You guys are raising children to to yeah. the the global warming doom that is impending. Oh damn! You know, there's actually parents yeah. who are actually like no people couples like actually like like saying that's a factor on why they're not gonna have kids because they don't want to ethically like. Well, bring it makes people sense, dude. The like the world is uh, yeah. a fucking just den of shit right now so it's you a know. crock of shit so yeah. i'd say 2040 about you think about 2040 yeah, yeah. 2040 well, 20, he's like uh, 60 or 70 yeah right? you're right okay so, so 20, like 2070 is yeah what 2060 wait, wait, yeah, like 2060 2060 yeah. i would say yeah, yeah yeah is when this movie happened and uh and then i it, it, it took me till like the third time i saw this to realize that that was the actual new york yankees playing but that it was right. like nobody oh. gave a shit. Oh, right. and it was just yeah. like the world is terrible. So and in the middle of a field, just like yeah, like a just like some like just like a mid, high like a, yeah high school baseball, baseball field. Baseball field. I guess they just got rid of all the tall cities and buildings. It's just uh, so they can have cropland. Well, I guess they're just in like fl- a flyover state, right? Like they've got to be because like, well, that's what I was kind of like. Yeah, because yeah. I just wonder. Like mid- I just think middle. it'd be cool to see like the version of New York in this world because mm. it's probably like abandoned almost. You mm. know, like dilapidated, maybe yeah. unlivable. Honestly, maybe, maybe like an I Am Legend type fucking mm-hmm. New York. You know, maybe because we'd seen that already, they didn't want to do that. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. Yeah, I did see like an extra about this. They they filmed all the farm scenes in Canada because they wanted some kind of like mountains in the background and stuff and they planted all that corn yeah, in Canada yeah. and I was like yeah. holy shit that is it's a very Nolan yeah, thing yeah <laughs> such yeah. a Nolan any other director we got the like, budget CG it yeah plant all this corn hey, that's Kubrick another thing flew about this in movie. all those palm trees in London bro mm-hmm. yeah just yeah. following the footsteps of Kubrick true, doing man. ridiculous things. It's, it's just, a, yeah, dude, it's insane how much of Interstellar is practical. That's, I was going like, to say, even down to, like, it's all miniatures and TARS and everything, too. I saw tars. some mm. stuff that they built this actual thing where someone mm. was behind it, moving it, so it had kind of like a a realistic yeah. motion. It and, always throws me off every time I watch it, the way they edit the sound for mm. TARS and uh, Case. Case, yeah. right? The case. Other yeah, case. Because they... they it, it, they they use like the in not in camera but like in uh, room audio and they don't like put in its own sound. Oh, it's like it, like right. it's like the person behind Tars is the voice you're hearing in the movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. And mm. that's kind of I don't know. Like it, I, I don't love it or hate it, but it's just an interesting choice. He and made. it gives it gives like a human relationship between um, Cooper and Tars because you know how he's like. He's always calling them slick. He's like, all right, slick. I want to see a sequel to this movie where they are a buddy cop duo and they team up to go fight aliens. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this movie ends in a super cool place. And we'll talk Mm. about the ending for sure. But Mm. um, yeah, so let's talk about the planets. So the first one they go to. Okay, I want to say, first of all, to me, the fucking fuck Earth. Yeah, Earth Earth sucks. 
Um, the fucking MVP to, to me of this movie is fucking Zimmer, man. Like this score is so oh, yeah. fucking oh, yeah. good. And it's like, this Absolutely is, beautiful. this, I feel like this is the movie that cemented mm-hmm. like, Oh, Nolan and Zimmer are like Spielberg Williams or mm. like they're, they're literally like the two great, like the duo now, yes. you know? Um, yeah, Kubrick, Mozart, cause Mozart did school. Ku- <laughs> Mozart, Mozart like, uh, you know, yeah. like planned ahead. Mm-hmm. Right. He knew Kubrick was going to take his like shit. He was not a big. Um, no, he never had. Yeah, no, he, he never a had a composer, composer buddy. Yeah. Did he never have a composer? He had. A, he I'm had sure his daughter, he did, but for no, full. He metal. probably did for Eyes Wide Shut. Well, he had a composer had, for for Full Metal Jacket. His daughter. His daughter used, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, even in Clockwork Orange, he'd use mm-hmm. different renditions of classical music, yeah. like Beethoven, mm-hmm. he had the the synthesizer. But yeah. on Interstellar. Do you guys know the story about how Christopher Nolan came to Hans with? He didn't tell him anything yeah. about the movie. Yeah. He just told him, yeah. I love write. That. Yeah. He was like, with like no boundaries or anything. He was like, yeah. just write a song about the relationship. I think it was between, he told him originally between a son and a father. And then Hans and then did like his thing. And then quietly whispered, in space. Yeah, in space. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I, I, yeah, the soundtrack on this film is. Probably one of my Dude, favorites. I was I, I was telling Brett, I was texting Brett like when I popped this sound bitch in, and it started playing like that song like boom, 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 like I boom, my boom. eyes started tearing up already, mm. and yeah, I told yeah. it was like Pavlo's crying dog yeah. <laughs> because it was just like. I could not help myself. You know I love that song. I'm gonna make so an much. announcement. Yeah. Fuck everything I said at the beginning of this podcast. This movie fucking rules, and I love it. <laughs> I, I just felt like there alone. needed to be like some voice of, but fuck that voice. No, this movie no, rules. What? Everyone's awesome dicks are coming out. Yeah, we're all oh, grabbing. Well, oh shit! All oh, of our man. pants are, are flying off mm, of whoa, our bodies. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> yeah, Zero G cum is going all over the place. Um, yeah, this score fucking owns, but. I, that uh, what made me think of that is the first mm. planet where they go to um, the water planet. The, the, yeah, the, the mountains, water wave. The mountain. Oh, one. I love right. that. Yeah, yeah. That was a few. That was one of the few planets. No, a few scenes that had CGI because they did the wide shots with the uh, CG. Um, right. Water yeah, it landing. Yeah. Um, it, some it some of the tar pretty stuff was fantastic. Actually, it for, looks really good. Yeah. And that's the thing I want to talk to you about because your thing about okay. Action in Nolan movies, mm-hmm. um, I thought the action was fantastic in, in Interstellar. I thought it was very, well, yes, very yes. easy I'm gonna, to I'm understand. I'm going to agree with you there because yeah. the the action in this movie isn't it's well paced. It isn't the type of action yeah. that I think about yeah. when I think of an action movie. It's mm. it's it's not it's people ten- with guns shooting at each other and stuff like that. But it's like, like but it's like, set piece action. Yeah, but like yeah. the best action is that like. I mean, like, I love a, a good old shoot 'em up. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but like people like Rifen and Nolan and um, you know Alfred Hitchcock, right? It, they they have an understanding of like how the best thing I can say is what Rifen said. You know that like violence is about sex. Yeah, you know it's all about the build up. Like it's all like trying to like jerking you off and yeah. then. Building up attention and then giving you the payoff. Well, well, what are you what are you thinking is okay? What are you like framing as the action scenes? Okay, so one the one of my favorite I action scenes. I wouldn't say scenes, there are any action scenes. In my this. favorite action scene, yeah, 
is Mad Damon. No, uh, <laughs> the the one where they, it is with the Mad Damon, and yes. they are the coward the, scene, the centrifuge. No, the centrifuge scene oh, where okay. it was it was spinning out of control after right. Like, oh, docking. It blew, the yeah, docking. yeah, that's yeah, yeah the docking owned. scene. I'm glad that's, you brought that yeah. up, dude. Because yes. I I agree with you 100 percent. Because that's I one think of the best action sequences I've seen in a long the, time. The, well, this is yeah. what we talked about in Inception, dude. It's like I feel like. Nolan is bored by the standard stock action mm. scenes that are in quote unquote action movies where it's like dude shooting each other in cars. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but the thing is when you give him something fucking cool to do, like when you give him this docking scene or you give him the hallway scene in inception, yeah. it's like, it's going to be fucking good because he's like, his like heart is fully in it, and like yeah. he, he's like that's uh, fair. Yeah, that's he's fair. inspired yeah. by it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like it's almost not even an action scene in the sense of like a Mission Impossible movie or something. It's like like a like tense uh, thriller scene. I don't know. It's, it's like, but like yeah, it's, a it's, very, yeah. it's a set piece. It's a set piece. A set piece is yeah. the best way to put it. Yeah. It's a set piece that's action, and action is yeah. set piece. Like you can, I don't know. They're kind of interchangeable for me because like. The I, action I would, yeah. part in There Will Be Blood is the oil scene, and that's a set piece, but okay. that's definitely so for, an action So I think scene. for you and I, it's coming down yeah. to, like, semantics of, like, the words yeah, and stuff Yeah, because, like, that. like yeah. I mean, like, unfortunately, action has been derived from just, like, guns blazing or something. Yeah. When action could be a bullet movie, like, you know, I, like I, Steve McQueen with, like, his car. Mm. It, there was guns, but that wasn't the center you know thing. what I think actually you know like I mean? underlines what we're talking about in this movie mm. in a really good way is that I think the one of the weakest scenes for me is when um, Coop and Man are fighting. Are duking it out, yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that that is a action scene in the sense of like two guys having like a little combat. And I just feel like he's not – he doesn't really care but about like, that. Because it's not – I'm not super yeah, into that. Yeah. Um, you know? I can I agree with he, that. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think he was trying to make that cool though because it was kind of like this pathetic like attempt to survive by man. And like mm-hmm. who wants to see like – who wants to see man try to like – I don't know. It would just be really weird tonally to make that look cool. Because, like, he's doing so. something yeah, nefarious. That's fair. Yeah. You know, like, he's doing something very terrible. That scene always and hit it, me and strange, then, though. I don't know what but it is like, about that scene. One of, the, one of the shots in that scene I loved because they had a wide of, like, them in this desolate planet, and they're just, like, these two humans in the middle of fucking nowhere, right. like, duking it out. It was just so chilling to watch that. Like, it's so, like,. Because that shot was so cool because you just realize like how alone they really are. Or maybe like it's like a place, yeah. almost like a know? meta commentary on how there's always going to be conflict mm. no matter where we go mm. on whatever planet. Like yeah. there's always going to be humans. I, yeah. yeah. The, the man stuff always grows on me every time I watch this movie again, too, because it's like, yeah, it's it's so it's you know, it's kind of cool in, in the way that it parallels 2001 is it almost does an opposite thing. Mm-hmm. Where in that movie, it's like we created AI that rose up and destroyed us. And then in this movie, he's making the decision to show like, oh, we're going to destroy ourselves just by the nature of our humanity. And he calls him man for a reason, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just like that character always grows on me and how I, I cowardly, kind of but also like human he is. At, yeah, at, yeah. Because remember how like... Um, um, Catwoman was saying he was the best of us. 
He was he was yeah. he, he's yeah. the best of us and like we're we're we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. He led us and like really emphasizing that he's like not like he's like a paragon of of humanity and yet you know when pushed to like the limit like his if you really think about like his like arc like that is horrible what happened to him mm-hmm. oh yeah and like i get that like you would hate him but then again like i've never experienced what he like supposedly experienced. and that's what he tells coop too yeah yeah pray yeah do not judge me coop pray you never have to face w- the yeah. things I did or whatever. Cause yeah. like he was in his like sleeping chamber for mm-hmm. a part of it, but it's like, he still had to have been there for years. He, he had, he was rationing his resources like, and like, yeah. And that had to yeah. be like, if you really, yeah, if you really think about that, that had to be, uh, insanely disheartening to like yeah. the second that you get out and are like, all right, let's check out this planet. Uh, Oh, it's a total dud. Like yeah. there's no, in <laughs> to, no to way me, they should have just had a cyanide pill and just like, Oh, they should have. Yeah, they definitely should have just given I, them. Yeah, you know, I feel like they they, they, they would. They yeah, would. I feel like they would in real life if yeah. they would do something like that. Like, yeah, I'm 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 knocking out. You know, I'm not. Uh, you I know. I also sometimes like I don't know the the inherent idea of Earth's getting pretty bad. Let's just look for a new planet. It, I don't know. It feels like a lot to buy into. I, I don't know. What do you guys like? Do you? Th- I mean, I feel like that'll probably happen one day. Um, a lot to buy into, huh? I don't know. Yeah. I just kind of accepted it because of how it was set up with the with the dust bowl stuff. Mm-hmm. You, you ever see uh, Grapes of Wrath? Yeah, yeah it kind of reminded me a book. lot. Yeah, yeah. It reminded me a lot of. They um, definitely do like a, a depression era kind of mm-hmm. like play with, with like that, playing yeah. like baseball and. Mm-hmm. You know, having like farm farmers and the dust bowl that like, comes in and stuff. I don't know. I feel like Grapes of Wrath would be some sort of. Uh, I, I I don't really know. What, this is kind of like, you know, half baked stuff. But mm-hmm. there's probably something in there. But yeah, I don't know. Like yeah. I seeing all that, I was like, okay, yeah, let's fuck this place. I was always like that though. Mm-hmm. I'm always about, you know, Elon Musk and uh, going to Mars anyway. I think there's yeah. if there's one issue I did have with the movie, it's the dust the dust thing. Because mm-hmm. they have all this technology, rockets and go to space, but how does dust get in the fucking house all the time? <laughs> like, Cause, cause they're far- it's a they're, they're, they're farmers. farmers. Yeah. They're farmers. Because there's like a couple of scenes where there's like a screen door on the front door. I'm like... You guys need you need you need to no. Else. I, I think I I excuse that in the sense of like right. how like he says I pay taxes and we barely like make any money anyway and very all, true, everything's yeah. go everything's very like spread thin and how they even said you know uh, we had to do this NASA project in secret because no one everyone be like why are you spending all this money on like fucking space you know oh, like, true all yeah. that stuff so it's like. Eh. You know, very yeah. true. Okay, yeah. the movie's playing in the background right now. What do you guys think of this scene right here? To oh, explain you, to oh, the audience, you mean like what, every space movie? <laughs> yeah, like every space movie needs wormholes. Needs the black, the token black. Guy no, this in. was a. <laughs> this was done in a in a, one of the best movies ever, Event Horizon. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. uh, Sam Neill, our good pal from Jurassic Park, had done that oh, like, paper right. thing. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's like you bend this, you bend this paper, you, mm-hmm. and he pierces it with a pencil too. I, you, yeah, G- Gus, have you seen Contact? No, I have not. Fuck. Okay. You know, I've been. I want to see it. I really do. But I do always you, look at the the yeah. the runtime, and I'm like, oh, I don't. Is it pretty time. long? I think it was like two hours and something minutes or something. That's a, yeah. It's yeah. a lot happens in it. It's it's a movie that is tr- is honestly the the movie that Interstellar is most related to or most uh, in common with is uh, Contact to me. Okay. And yeah. uh, it came out in the '90s. Jodie Foster. It was like actually yeah. written by Carl Sagan. Um, mm. And it's it's when you if if and when you watch it, you'll realize like how similar it is in so many ways. But um, why did I even bring that up? I was going to fucking say something. I totally forgot why. Oh, it's directed by Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, it was a Zemeckis Damn, movie. Okay. And um, Matthew McConaughey's in it. Yes. Okay. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a big one. Yeah. It's like, I almost feel like, so McConaughey's kind of a, he's kind of like the love interest of Jodie okay. Foster in it. That's and, interesting. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's kind of funny. Cause I almost feel like McConaughey's like, I kind of want to contact. Yeah. I'll do this fucking Christopher Nolan, mm. uh, space movie. Mm. It's, it's kind of similar in a lot of ways. Um, I feel like Matthew McConaughey doesn't like know what he does. He just show like they just hand him the script and then he just stumbles kinda, onto set. And, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He see he seems like a, a worldly guy. Gotta love that shot. Fuck, dude. Yeah. The yes. whole wormhole sequence is like seventy mm. percent of why I love this movie so much. It's oh. so fucking and cool. the, the lead up to it too. I yeah. yeah. The the shot of like the the space station, whatever you call what what would you call it the ship that they're on the endurance it, yeah the endurance yeah. It, like the, like traveling yeah. across saturn i love that shot these are action sequences you know like things are happening here like yeah then that, that's how i would like this is a set piece i would define as an action sequence because there's danger happening and they're yeah. enduring they're enduring it through it's not i guess like i mean to tie it back that that way like i guess traditional action or what it's known to be is it has to be versus like an opponent or something? Yeah, but, I, I guess going forward, yeah. talking about Nolan's action, this is like this scenes. is like Moby Dick shit. Like, yeah, like, for sure. They're they're facing the the nature. Yeah, you know? the thing is, he kills at that stuff, and he makes mm. it so he like yeah he like makes the the stakes very clear mm. and like what's happening and all of them. Um, but yeah, it's 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 like the 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 shootout scenes mm. or the like hand to hand scenes that mm. I feel like it, it's not even that he does them poorly, but it's like, you can just tell that Uninspired. he's not as, yeah. he's not as interested in that stuff, which yeah. makes sense. Cause he's like, he's a big picture guy always. Mm. Um, that's like always where he starts out as mm. is like, he gets his fucking, his chart paper out and he's like, all right, time to write a new movie mm. and fucking chart some fucking weird, like time travel bullshit. Uh, onto mm. these onto these charts and uh, yeah, yep, yeah. So uh, let's. Uh, I guess. I guess we should. We should um, go on back towards the water planet because we completely. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that, that was my fault. That was my yeah. fault. Really, <laughs> but the water planet. That was a crazy. That was a crazy like uh, sequence there. It was super tense and absolutely, yeah. With the I, Hans Zimmer like uh, clock ticking yeah, in the, the background, t- yeah, dude. I, yeah. I listen to that track a lot. It's called Waves, and it's on the on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Dude, just or the, mountains. I think it's mm, called. Ma- you're right. Mountains, yeah, mountains. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, the 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 way that he structures music to fit with like films and a, specifically Christopher Nolan's films because he like he he's a he's a good composer, but like he rises to his best for Christopher Nolan. Like, Absolutely. Like yes. for Inception, Dark Knight. Uh, fucking Interstellar, dude! Fucking Dunkirk. We're gonna talk oh, about that man. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I feel like he rises to like his his best level. Rises, and, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he. Hans Zimmer rises, if you ask me. And this um, soundtrack, Dark Knight Rises. In particular, God damn it. <laughs> this soundtrack in particular, Hans Zimmer. Uh, he um, uses the organ, which is. Mm-hmm. I remember reading something about how. He didn't want to use anything he had used for Dark Knight. So he was like, if I've used it before, put cool. it in the corner. I like, like yeah. I don't want to touch it because I want to try new things. And so the organ, the I more feel... Bombs, baby. Yeah. And like these... You, you kind of have this idea about an organ being synonymous with like church. And then that being kind of this this instrument of church, but also this kind of... This instrument to explain with the metaphysical of like religion, but not yeah religion in this movie, but just like trying to explain things that aren't, that we can't see or that we can't physically, yeah. you know, interact with. So I think using that in this is just, it's, it's mm-hmm. incredibly powerful and it has such like a characterization too, because the organ like breathes and it kind of has this like mm-hmm. character of like, you can hear it in the songs too. It's like the organs have to, push out air and take in air and it's like you can you can hear it and that that's why i love i think my favorite track is is um it's either no time for caution or coward which is the i think it's dude no time for caution i know yeah when they're the docking scene that scene because i remember seeing that in theaters i was like on the edge of my fucking seat i was like holy shit because the music is just like crescendoing up yeah, and up yeah. and up and I'm like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck like yeah. what's gonna happen <laughs> yeah uh, god it's so and good and then that ending like, yeah like, uh, when yeah. you finally get the that fucking so incredible, incredible dude. So yeah great. I, I'm glad we're getting to a point in uh, like traditional sci-fi music and we're getting into like more experimental stuff. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, like, like Zimmer's score for this movie is fucking organs, which is crazy for a sci-fi movie. But then like, uh, Justin Hurwitz's score for first man is, is harps and theremins primarily, which mm. is the craziest combo, but it makes for this really like emotional and, uh, <sighs> I don't know. Like the the score for that movie is fascinating. It's like either that or it's piano, and that's it. Um, right. It's it's no jazz. There's no jazz in <laughs> that's first a man. fucking surprise. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe there's no. Everybody jazz. thought he was the fucking jazz guy. S- some space cowboys. Up yeah, in here. Um, maybe he was like a little like self reflective. Maybe I shouldn't do a jazz thing again. Yeah, I, I think he probably took what the same route that Zimmer did with. Uh, Nolan post Dark Knight, he's probably like I, I started this whole fucking Blom cycle where everybody is just copying me now. Not that everybody was copying the guy from fucking uh, Justin Hurwitz's scores, but like, like, oh, I need to change it up. I need to make like a very conscious decision to do something different. Mm. You know that'll that'll ultimately benefit this movie. And um, yeah, I think the organ stuff really does. Have you guys seen the behind the scenes? 
like organs, uh, like yeah, the recording of it. Yeah, yeah it a little cool. bit where they went to this yeah. church and they set mm-hmm. up all these microphones. That's yeah. so, isn't that insane? This, like how they have to record <laughs> organs. It's like, yeah, well, the whole church is the organ, so we're gonna right. go to this church, and it's like. That's mm. fucking crazy. It's like and well, Zimmer's I mean, like, like an electronic guy yeah, a lot yeah. of the time. What are you supposed to do? Right? Yeah. Like if you want to get that sound, you got to go. Yeah. There's not there's not like there's not like a uh what is it? Uh uh fruit loops or whatever it is. Like a like, fruity loops yeah, and fruity uh, loops logic or, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of an organ. <laughs> like yeah. it's like grand scale. I, I just Little I, did you know Hans Zimmer uses yeah. fruit loops. Does he and really? Garage Band. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he only uses Garage Band at home. Mm-hmm. No, dude, his setup is fucking insane. There's there's a there's another couple YouTube videos that yeah. explore his yeah. setup. Yeah. And it is wild, man. Like it looks so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've gone yeah, out it of looks my yeah. chill as hell too. Mm-hmm. I've gone out of my way to like look up different iterations of the soundtrack for Interstellar. And oh, cool. there's one where this guy does like a cover on an actual organ. He does interstellar songs and he also does which Hans Zimmer also did um Pirates of the Caribbean uh yeah it's a good score what's uh Davy Jones because he plays in Oregon yeah oh oh yeah you're right Davy Jones does yeah yeah yeah. so he does he does that so those videos are really cool but I I have a interesting little factoid about Hans Zimmer that Many of you may not know. Yeah. So do you know what the first video ever shown on MTV, the first music video ever shown? (laughs) Do you know this? Is it his band? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ah. I forgot the I don't know if he was in the band, but he was part of it. Yeah. Is it Duran Duran? No. No. The the Bugles or the Buggles? Video Killed the Radio Star? That was the the very first music video Ah. ever, ever played on MTV. And Hans Zimmer is in that music video on I the keyboard. Oh, very bad. briefly. It's yeah, like he's crazy. in there for like five seconds, mm. but he's he was remember. in that yeah. band. Yeah. That's so crazy. Hans man. Zimmer. Yeah. Hans Zimmer. What did he it? look like? Was it was he like bald then? Dashing oh, in. Okay, hold on, guys. Hold the fucking phone. If we're yes. talking about Hans Zimmer right now, I can't believe it took me this long to remember this. On Netflix right now mm-hmm. is a fucking Hans Zimmer concert oh. that's like two and a half hours and ah. is one of honestly the fact that it didn't make my top ten last year in twenty eighteen is baffling to me. Mm. Wait, did it come out? It might have come out this year. No, it came out last year. But it is incredible, man. It is mm. like he plays the fucking hits. Like I wanna say it starts with uh driving Miss Daisy. Mm. It's like the but um what what's crazy about it is like he's out there either like playing guitar like mm-hmm. in front of everybody playing Holy electric shit, guitar or he's like on he doing a the Wonder piano. Woman thing like the fucking uh, they they play Wonder Woman I think yeah, yeah. but I like he go that dude one. he goes through like the whole catalog and it's it's constantly entertaining wow. uh and then I won't say what what he ends with but it's like amazing and it's mm. uh it's so good but uh, definitely fucking check that out if you haven't. That sounds great. I feel I feel like Literally. it like really snuck its way onto hmm. Netflix, but like yeah, everybody I've never watch seen it. anything advertised for it on Netflix. It's That's dude, crazy. Yeah, he has like incredible musicians that mm-hmm. that go on tour with him, and it's 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 totally just like a rock concert, but they're playing like these iconic so soundtracks. Tracks. Yeah, yeah, like uh, like pirates and fucking. Wow. Uh, like Man of Steel, like his his Man of Steel scores is really good. I too. feel like Hans Zimmer and John Williams are the only ones who could pull off 
something like that. Yeah, that's I true. Feel like yeah. If I watched that, I would have the Matthew McConaughey interstellar reaction. Yeah, yes. <laughs> which would just happening <laughs> yeah. in the background yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. oh, this God. happy cry, oh, oh, dude. The scene. Oh, God damn it. God so damn much. it. And when I saw this in theaters too, because you're you're so taking, mm. you're so immersed into the world of the mountain, the the wave world, or whatever, that you forget that the other guy is on the space on the endurance, yeah. and he's like, "I've been up here like twenty three years," and you're like, "Holy shit!" It just yeah. throws because, dude, did you look into this? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, it just fucks you up, man. Yeah. Twenty three years, 23 yeah, I was up there, dude. They say twenty three years, four months, and eight days is what. Yeah, he says on mm-hmm. there. I, I just put down in my notes, uh, poor Romilly. Oh, right. oh, and that's mostly not only because of that, but he fucking gets killed right after that. Ro- Who? Oh, yeah, that Romilly, the guy, the, the beard, black, the, the black bearded dude. guy. Yeah. Oh no, he gets he he doesn't he um no, on he, the next planet he gets put yeah, he yeah. Gets well I'm saying on, he gets oh, killed oh, soon right, after right. that. It's True. like he lives 23 years oh, and then yeah, he gets yeah. violently blown up. <laughs> and it's right. like oh, wait, does dude. he live 23 years? Because I think he was just saying that. It, no, because like he I says looked he into slept this. some of it, inferring yeah. that he did like the hypersleep thing where mm-hmm. like. They he went down for the long nap, as I think for what he for a said. couple yeah. different times. But then he, yeah, and then he woke uh, up thinking thinking they were never coming back, and yeah. he was doing research in the black hole and stuff. Yeah, like that. he said he would only he would just do two years of it, and then yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So like, how many? How much time did it pass on Earth relative to twenty um, three? I think they were the on same. The yeah, yeah. See, that doesn't make any sense. Because well, I looked into this because mm-hmm. gravity has an effect on time, right? And um. Even so, like, say we're on the second floor right now, and like I live on the third floor of my apartment building. So, time, even though it's like microseconds, time is faster for people who are higher in the higher to gravity or something. Yeah. So, since Romley was so, he was. And he was near Gargantuan or whatever. The gravity was... Was offset. Yeah, it was offset. And then since the gravity makes sense, down yeah. on the planet was like 130% heavy, yeah. or something. That's or Yeah, that's There's what they said. There's a lot said. of gravitational uh, lensing going yeah. on. Yeah, so the, the... Yeah, just the whole offset of time was... Mm changed on there so well, it's crazy one, one thing i caught this this most recent time is when they like do the loop around gargantua and they mm. say it's oh that's going to cost us 52 years and then it still yeah. cuts back to jessica chastain i'm like well that i don't know if that really makes sense because they haven't done the loop around gargantua so he's like not in the black hole yet but then again like does him being in the black hole remove him from the space time continuum. Yeah. It's like, there's a lot of questions like that where I'm just like, I'm not really clear. He's on in what, a singularity. He's, he's yeah. beyond like, okay. Space time. Like, yeah, he can that's observe what I all. Yeah. He's just, cause he's in, he's in time. the fifth dimension. So it's like, he's just removed from everything. Yeah. He's yeah. looking at the timeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like as if you were on your editing on, video editing device. Pause. Yeah. And you're just scrolling through the frames. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Whoa. Whoa. It's almost like the little uh, photo that you mm. got with your steel oh, book, Gus, right. is just one little oh. book in the library so of think the fourth dimension. Nolan was mm-hmm. fucking with films again yeah. with the fifth right, dimensional the stuff. 
Because he was like, Maybe. oh, this is, I'm looking at like a film reel and I'm like trying to see where I need to go to yeah. communicate with somebody. Yeah. Huh. I don't, it's a little undercooked, but I think there's something yeah. there. Tune in next time when we <laughs> when we when we've <laughs> cracked Interstellar. When we've cracked it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Topher Grace is coming out soon. Ooh. With uh, this, it's awkward to see him. Uh. Yeah. Well, I I'm Topher Grace, and you know my career since uh, so, that's not a good that's not a good that's not very good impression. Yeah. I can't do him. Um, even, even though he's yeah. like super, just like he's just a regular guy. Yeah. His his voice is very just nonchalant. Fucking like I don't I don't care what's going yeah. on. Like he. <laughs> He's such a nothing. Yeah, I'm Venom. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I was on the show, the TV show, seventh. seventh I, I forgot the name of the show. <laughs> the, the, that <laughs> seventh show. That right? seventh show. show. I almost said yeah. that seventh heaven. <laughs> Whoa, well, that would be show. yeah, completely different. Yeah, Topher Grace kind of was whatever in this movie. He's mm-hmm. just a doctor man doctor who man, was yeah. Murph's uh, love interest. Fine. I <laughs> duh, yeah. I, I kind of, I don't know. I, for, I mean, uh, I, I almost wish that we got the version of this movie that like, once it goes to space, it stays in space. But I, I also don't know but how that, you then that'd be, have, yeah, it's important to the, I, I just ending. remember so much like watching it the first time it being so jarring, cutting back and forth to earth and space for me. Like for mm. me, that was like very, I was like, man, it just feels like we're jumping between two very different I don't know, like situations here, and I don't know if it totally mm-hmm. works. It's like we're jumping back and forth between uh, very like high concept sci-fi and like oh, our feel our crops are burning outside, and I don't know if like that that totally worked for me, but um, I don't know. But well, the crops that burning was just a way to get um, the family to the leave. family to leave, yeah. yeah. Because Jessica Chastain's got gotta save save the the family from Dust Bowl. She needs to go grab save her stopwatch. Save the world. Her, her dad. What is she? Uh, Captain Planet. <laughs> Ad- Admiral Planet. Admiral Planet. Hey, God so goddamn, you're fucking bringing this up, you shithead. <laughs> What's going on? Just do it. Just do oh, the it. story. Okay. Rip, rip the bandaid off. Yeah, I just so, put them on. There, so mm. we 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 today of this recording we went on a little terrain run today and brent did a great job he really did he worked hard and he, yeah, he, he did fun. it 5k a little 5k mud run uh, it's yeah. fun so to Fuck reward good to reward ourselves we decided to go get some barbecue Ooh, boy. what's the name of that place brent it was uh the, i think it's the two sawyers which is a weird yeah. name <laughs> go go check that out it's if you're in forestville yeah. texas forestville, yeah, yeah. real small place but it's good very very delicious and our waitress I just I just made a you know just a nothing comment like hey she you're looks really like, building this up and I fucking hate that you're, she, you're <laughs> never gonna let me live this down hey if I build this up now then I'll I've uh, I would have came and I won't like feel as good ever again that's true I, for, um, I forgot your pants were torn off by the interstellar <laughs> so yeah slowly so I made a nothing comment saying hey she she looks like a young Laura Dern because she did slightly yeah. And then you know what Brent said? Could, could have said, "Hey, yeah, she does look like Ellie Sadler." Yeah, that's her name, right? I probably fucked that mm-hmm. up too from Jurassic Park. From I think Jurassic, that's her I name. Think that sounds like yeah, Sadler, Ellie mm-hmm. Sadler. He could have said he could have said so many things. Yeah, but instead he says, "Yeah, Captain Holdo." 
Yeah. And the the what he said as soon as you said captain, you like you like hesitate because you knew what you were. Yeah, doing. I was like, that's not right. I know that's not and right. My face, <laughs> my 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 mouth was agape, and yeah. I just could not believe what I heard. That's the right, apologist. Guys. Your your favorite TLJ fanboy over here yeah. on Director Showdown. <laughs> fucked up. I fucked up, y'all. One of the biggest failures yeah. in s- cinematic history. Yeah, absolutely. In, in Director Showdown history. Not You didn't lose in Spielberg season. Oh, no. You didn't lose in any other seasons. You lost to date. Yeah. With, with that I lost. I did. I lost. It was a big loss for, for me on Director mm. Showdown. Wouldn't you wouldn't it have been great if you just had Matthew McConaughey behind that counter doing Morse code saying, Don't don't say captain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's just dust appearing yeah. on the floor yeah. next to me. Like there's barbecue sauce, I was like barbecue say, sauce yeah. dripping. <laughs> yeah. Is this Morse code or something? I don't read Morse code. I don't yeah. know, I don't <laughs> you know what this just, means. <laughs> you don't even read it. Anyways, Captain yeah. Holdo. Captain Holdo. One of the best new characters in the Star Wars trilogy. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Brad. No, it's all good, man. It, it was fair bad. to bring that up. Mm. Um, second planet, Mr. Man himself, Dr. Man. Oh, yes. I wonder if that was a little bit, in some part, a tribute to Michael Mann, since he definitely loves Michael Mann, because Dark oh, yeah. Knight is a heat ripoff. Not a heat ripoff, but he's, he's, he's definitely Inspired. Pull, pulling some stuff from heat, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it was probably a little bit of both, I guess. But, um, yeah, so it's the, it's the ice planet. It's like the frozen clouds. Yeah. Did anyone, yeah. It, did anyone expect that to be... When you saw... They were they got to man and they were opening him up from cryo sleep or whatever. Did you know it was going to be Matt Damon? I had forgotten because I okay. I, I I was like following the the casting and stuff. Okay, yeah. And I, I had heard like Matt. Oh, uh, oh yeah, Matt Damon's going to be in it too. Okay. But they kind of like shrugged it off, and I was yeah. like, "Well, that's Matt Damon, right?" And I totally forgot until we were in the theater, and then he popped up, and I was like. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I remember reading about Matt Damon being involved. I was so yeah. totally thrown off. And this is like yeah. the second or third time where I'm like, is that Matt Damon? Because he was in Ragnarok. Yeah. I was like, is that Matt Damon? <laughs> it's like, that's so hilarious that that's happened more than yeah. once. And he's, there's one more. I think there's one more that he's done. Yeah, there has to be. Is. Yeah. Is that Matt Damon? The new is game show. Matt? Is, is that, is Matt, that Damon? Matt Damon? So, is contestants, we'll show you a picture of a guy, and you have to figure out if that's Matt Damon or not. That's all it is. Favorite? Just, yeah. I'm going to pose this to you guys. Yes. Favorite Matt Damon performance? Go. Uh, the Towns of Mr. Ripley. Whoa. Mm, I've seen fantastic that in it. Yeah. yeah. I need to rewatch Even that. though I would never watch that movie again because it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> That movie's so fucking yeah. tense and uncomfortable because it's like he just keeps digging a fucking hole for him. Yeah, but he's he's good in it. He's very good in it. How about you guys? I think for me, because it's it's like the most of he's been in his element, and it, it just sticks out to me as The Departed for some reason. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Departed's a good one. Because he's just like throwing F-bombs like every... Yeah. Fucking, he's, fucking, he's good, he's good in that because yeah. he's like playing into... 
maybe not playing into, but he's like he's playing, yeah, the like a scummy shithead. Yeah, in that movie. yeah, yeah. And it, it just, I, I think it fits perfectly yeah. with him. I'm still, yeah, I'm still really uh, a fan of fuck. God damn it, the Bournes. Is that what you're gonna say? Good, the Martian. Goodwill. Goodwill. Hunting. Goodwill hunting. Oh, I, I, th- yeah, I think absolutely. he's really fucking good in that. That yeah. too. Yeah. It's like like you can have faults with that movie, but I feel like his arc is really great. How he's like mm-hmm. a fucking douchey genius, but like at the end of the movie, he realizes, yeah, whatever. Not he's a douchey genius. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's, yeah, I think it's a good movie. Um, remember, like, I'm sorry, but do you remember how like they wanted it to be like a spy thriller movie? Yeah, like, there is like, like a whole, whole like, yeah, there is a whole story behind that, right? Goodwill yeah. Hunting. Did, yeah, did, did oh, they want it to? Or yeah, the Ben Affleck writer? and and Matt oh, Damon. Okay. Yeah, they wanted it to be like some spy thriller, and then wow, they had just wrote about like he was going to be an analyst for like the FBI or something because he yeah. gets that job at the end of Goodwill mm-hmm. Hunting. Yeah, so like. Oh, there's the they sequel just, at yeah. Oh sh- fuck! Oh. Is the are the Bourne movies a sequel to That's Goodwill Hunting? <laughs> God damn. DeviantArt, where are you at? Right. Whip it up. DeviantArt, we command How you. about them apples? Snaps <laughs> on, on the window. No. There's so many satisfying moments in that movie. He's a, he's a good actor. I like Matt Damon. Good guy. Matt Damon. And this kind of came out when, like, the meme of Matt Damon was like, he's always getting lost in fucking space. Yeah, he, he was always, in The Martian yeah. a little later. He always got to get yeah. rescued, too. Yeah, he's always got to get rescued. Or, yeah. you know, well, that was the Gotta get rescued for a bit. here. Gotta get rescued in Martian. Gotta get rescued in St. Private Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, always getting rescued. Fucking idiot, dude. Stop going <laughs> Stop going places where you don't belong, Stop, stop going dude. everywhere. Um, stop getting stuck. God, dude. But was it... Yeah, okay, was it the, so the, um, the entire like plot twist of Interstellar was that uh, Professor Mann had already figured out his equation or whatever and matt damon knew that mm, for the lazarus yeah. thing yeah and so like what was the whole point of the endurance crew the endurance crew was just to uh to do, do, do plan b bomb. yeah plan b okay yeah yeah mm. like there was no plan a it, it is one of those movies that uh yeah rewards multiple viewings like a lot mm-hmm. of those movies mm-hmm. but because I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, I, th- I think I like that a lot, but I'm confused about a lot of what happened. Mm-hmm. And in and, and like, and, and subsequent viewings really cleared up, you know, a yeah. lot of that, you know. Because, uh, uh, what's that? Dr. Mesta Wayne. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mesta Wayne himself. Uh, he, he, he figured that, like, no human would, would ever do like that mission, mm-hmm. you know, um, if they had the knowledge of it. Yeah. yeah. So that was, which, which makes a lot, yeah, which makes a lot of sense. It's like, if, if you know that your family mm-hmm. isn't going to be saved and you what, can't take them with you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then, then what initiative, what, uh, drive do you yeah, have? What's and the I, motivation? To do it. I totally and, get it actually. Like, yeah, I, it, it makes, yeah. it makes sense for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was, what's so interesting. I mean, it's not, it, it's still a synthesis between the two plan A and plan B though, mm-hmm. because they're still doing the, I mean, like didn't Anne Hath, did Anne Hathaway get there with the population bomb at the end? Uh, yeah, she end. did. Yeah, at the at the third planet, the one the the planet. Yeah, yeah, so both succeeded in the end, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Because that was the idea in the first place. Right. Anyway, and that yeah. ties into the whole theme of like the relationship between Murph and Murph. 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 Don't leave. I, I'm looking at all your books, Murph. <laughs> Murph. It's all your books. Stay here, Murph. <laughs> Murph. <laughs> Oh yeah, they're about to wake up Matt Damon. Dude, Matt Damon is fuck. I I think he makes a great impression in mm. like the the few moments he's in though. Yeah. It's like he he ultimately like when he shows up it's like, yeah, I mean this guy this guy's a movie he star. Starts, like he's good. He starts crying like when he like gets up from Dude, the yeah, when he like hugs fucking That was amazing. It's yeah. Really, yeah. He's like about yeah. to do it right it's, now. Yeah. yeah. But I I thought also the like exposition scene where he's like drinking coffee and just like warming up mm. was like super good. It's like it's like his acting in that scene was really really mm. great. Yeah. It's like he's a professional actor. It's it's almost like he's he's one of our yeah most treasured uh, actors, <laughs> most treasured though. actors. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I wanted to go a little bit about um, uh, uh, fucking why do you, why do I keep blanking on his name, Master Wayne's um, fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. plan and his motivations because I think that is it kind of is missed a little bit, but yeah. Uh, he always in his philosophy actually, because like he seems like Doctor Brand, right? Yeah, Doctor Brand. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. right. And uh, he always quotes that poem: "Do not, do not go gently into the night, Mister Wayne. Go night, Mister Wayne. Yeah, you are the night, Mister Wayne. You are the night, Mister Wayne. The dark night, Mister. Rage, rage against the dying light. I love that poem. It's such a great poem. It's Emerson. It's his dying words too, and the that's what he speaks when he. And you also have a monument to that poem at the end the end it oh, says right. the poem on the statue oh really yeah that's cool i didn't even notice that. um which is interesting that she would still like yeah after all that but um yeah because that poem insinuates that you fight against like dying like you yeah you you and i guess like that's why he lied because he knew that people would rage against the dying of the light yeah but he rages also at the same time for like humanity in the same way. Yeah. So he does something completely unethical and lies about it. Yeah. You know? I, I always viewed that as like, yeah, he's the same is, with Dr. Man, like Dr. Man. Yeah. Does the he's same like thing. the ultimate survivalist yeah. in mm-hmm. the sense, but, but he does have humanity as a whole, like in mind, as opposed mm-hmm. to Dr. Man mm-hmm. in a, in a lot of ways, because Dr. Man is like very, just concerned with his own well-being. Well, he doesn't yeah. want to die. That, that's why Dr. Know? Brand, like, he knew that the singular person would rage against the, you know, dying of the light. So that's why he lied. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think it has more to deal with um, time because he's, mm. he's, one of the lines is like, I'm not afraid of death. I'm mm. afraid of time. time. Yeah. And like how much time we have or like, yeah, we don't have enough time to figure out to Gravity. kind of squabble right here, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we need to just get humanity off this goddamn forsaken planet. Yeah, because and- he, he, he couldn't have predicted that fucking McConaughey would fly a ship into a black hole. Right. <laughs> out of love. Yeah. Nobody would. Out of love, yeah. yeah. Out of love, yeah. A but love I mean, Matthew McConaughey didn't like even, like no one yeah, fucking knew, he, yeah. He didn't even know. Oh, yeah, it took Dr. Mann fucking everything up to for him to be like, well, fuck it. I'll just fly to this black hole because yeah. we're fucked yeah. anyway, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, we might as well collect some data while we're there. So let me get TARS mm-hmm. to come along. Yeah. Which is like, I love that. I love that sort of um, 
thing because like uh what 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 is it like I, i'm starting to realize with like nolan and maybe just like films in general is that um like nolan has a very structured like um plan right mm-hmm. and what he does is that uh he has like he has like you know point a point b point c and this is what we're gonna hit but what he does, like, in between it, he has more adaptive and, like, improvisational, like, things. So he'll, like, knock point C off a little bit and then, like, try to bring it back to, like, D or something. Mm-hmm. Because, like, with that whole black hole thing, it's, like, that's, like, improvisation, like, within, like, the story itself. And that's what makes, that's what makes uh, drama is like how people adapt to like yeah a, you, a change in plan yeah. you know like what like I mean? the unexpected like the unexpected. Thing, things that you yeah. don't expect to happen yeah and yeah. like we we see like a lot of courage and um, people doing amazing things when they're in the improvisational parts when things are like out of tune of what was originally planned yeah you know I yeah dude I remember so the wormhole and the black hole sequence mm-hmm. to me were like. God, they were so thrilling to watch mm. for the first time, you know, mm-hmm. and they, they always are still. But it's like when when I saw him going into the black hole, I was like, what the fuck is this going to what is going to happen mm-hmm. in this shit? Like it was it, so, it's, yeah. because, because like mm-hmm. it as our as our science understands a black hole, he would just be slowly pulled apart over yeah. a long period of right. time. Yeah, that's the term. And he would use. just die. But it's like, oh, this it's not going to happen. It's like something weird is going to happen. And the second that he like hits the like bookcase, like fourth dimensional or fifth dimensional structure. Yeah. He ejects and then he flies into that structure. I was like, all right, okay, we're going, we're going full 2001 here. Yeah. With Nolan. Yeah. Like he, he's trying to do like his, his, uh, his version of that pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, which was fucking cool. Cause I was just so stunned by it. Yeah. Like, oh my God. What is happening? I love right that now. scene. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, it's that, that scene's great. I, I just, I just wish people would talk less in some of Nolan's movies. It's like there are so many scenes that I just wish he would let them breathe. But boy, oh boy, there's always somebody talking, somebody explaining something. And it's like, just just give it a moment, man. It's like, mm-hmm. just let the shit sit for a second. Mm-hmm. And like... He just, he he's like a very like gotta hit the gotta hit the moment yeah, you he, know he, I think he's uh you know he's but, trying to cater to um a little bit of slower folks out there yeah I I, I think so you know and then no, he no. has not he has ex- tars not, yeah, right. it's not excusable but yeah. you know I guess that's probably what he's trying to and do since this film yeah. is so science yeah. heavy you need you need someone like the, yeah, the, the cherries and yeah. marges out there would be like hey hey hon what what. Why is he in this weird like space area where he yeah. sees uh, his daughter all over the place? Yeah. Well, yeah, and then that's 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 like the more times I see it the more I'm like, okay, to, like he you can't make a movie like 2001 ever again. I know. It's, it's like, like he he's getting yeah. close to it, but he I think he realizes and maybe it was even studio notes, right, that like, they were like yeah. you have to have somebody in 
the space with yeah. him to explain for him to talk to like, for him to like yeah. say tars i'm doing this right now this is what's happening mm-hmm. and then tars is like oh well we need to get the data and it's like mm. it's clunky in the movie but it's like i also understand that i think he knows it's necessary for people to really Look, like connect Chris, with we're, you know we're, we're giving you 150 million <laughs> And, uh, you know, a lot, uh, and a lot of those ticket holders aren't theoretical physicists. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, a little bit of dialogue here. I'm going to bring this up again, probably on Dunkirk, but, uh, Dunkirk to me almost seems like a response to Inception and Interstellar in the sense that he's like, I'm going to strip away fucking everything yeah. and just have like a visual yeah. story. And I, the, di- I, the dialogue is minuscule and yeah, yeah. dude, and it's, yeah. it's amazing. And it's like, I, I, I kind of hope that he gets the clout to be able to do a story like interstellar with the, like the visual storytelling of a movie like Dunkirk. Right. Day, He's got you know? the pieces. Cause he can yeah. do it. Like, I believe he can definitely do it, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's the, the structure that he's in that is like, yeah, he's kind of stuck know. in the studio. Yeah. The film. Yeah. Well, it just seems like Warner brothers could have, I don't know. Warner brothers should, should just, just like let him do whatever the fuck yeah. he wants. Creative now, you know? freedom. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because of how much. Absolutely. M- because like, what's Warner Brothers doing? <laughs> you know, Justice League. Okay. <laughs> yeah, dude. I I think uh, Interstellar. I think got them like six hundred mil. Mm. I think Dunkirk got them like five fifty, which is like a really good. Yeah, that movie really only great. cost a hundred. It didn't cost yeah, that much. Wow. So like, he's still yeah, he's still bringing in a lot of money for him, man. Like people, because when they hear Christopher Nolan, they're like, yeah, let's show up. Yeah, the, that you Dark Knight, dude. Director? All you got to do is put out a trailer and be like, from the director of. Dark Knight, right. Inception, yeah. maybe Interstellar, just, yeah, or they, they would, they would Dunkirk. Because that's know? what they did with Dunkirk. Because the guy has so many big, like, crowd-pleasing hits that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's all you need. It's all you need. It's like a Quentin Tarantino sort of thing. You know? Yeah. Quentin Tarantino is a household name, too, I just realized. People yeah. know. Oh, yeah. My sure. mom knows Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Maybe because, even, like, even if it's yeah. like in an infamous way, like I feel like yeah. my mom knows. No, Tarantino. yeah, my She's mom like, hates. That's Tarantino. one of those <laughs> bloody movies. He's so bloody. Yeah, but my mom actually like loves the dialogue that, that uh, Tarantino does. She's like, let's just skip over all the blood parts. <laughs> yeah, why is he gonna make some <laughs> yeah. bloody movies? Uh, speaking of my mom, uh, hearing her thoughts on Interstellar were were very oh, entertaining. Let's, oh, let's hear yeah. what set it up. Yeah, here. my my yeah. mom. I feel like the second that they hit the wave planet was probably lost because she, yeah. she, she, uh, her and I like got into talking about how black holes work and like time relativity because she was like very confused by the time stuff. And I, I was like talking to her about that. And, uh, yeah, I, I think she still liked the movie a lot, but she, she doesn't really know, you know, but which, which well, it, l- it, l- lends credence to the fact that like, you gotta have, you have that, to have in that this dialogue. day and age, you gotta yeah. have a TARS in the fucking black hole. You gotta yeah, have like, I a, wish that we voice. could have, we, I wish we could have advanced to a, you know, a time where everyone knows relativity because you should know <laughs> relativity. Like, yeah, for sure. I don't know why they don't teach that, but, um, cause GPS is uses relativity and it's an important part of our lives. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's 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 sad because like you have to have the the exposition 
with mm-hmm. that. And it's like, I'm going to sound super fucking elitist, but it's just like, <laughs> it, it, it's so like hard to, you know, listen to like, whenever I, whenever I saw like that, the, the bending paper thing, you know, mm-hmm. for the wormhole, I was just like, <sighs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I get why it's there. I totally understand. It's mm-hmm. just when you already know it, it's just like, oh, why doesn't everybody know this already? <laughs> you exactly. know? Yeah. Like, that's like the go. Well, it also, yeah, it's also because that's not quite a trope yet, but it's like, it's a thing that's been done in multiple. Movies, yeah. Whenever you I have think. a wormhole. Like, like, I think they plot. do that in contact because yeah. there's a, there's a whole wormhole plot in that movie. And mm. it's like, they do Whoop. the whole, yeah, the paper folding and like that, that was yeah. a big Carl Sagan thing. I mm. think it's in Cosmos. Um, oh yeah, he did do it in Cosmos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, everyone just like copied. Uh, right. Carl yeah. Sagan. it's just like an effective physical way of explaining it to. It diverse. works. Yeah, it's and it, nice and simple. It yeah. could have been longer. Like it could have been worse. I don't know. Yeah, just do but just just like I mean, people don't the explain fact that magic. people don't know about relativity. Just say, yeah. just say, oh, you know. There's a wormhole. You can go through space through it. It's a portal. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love I love yeah. the visualization of uh, the wormhole though. How it's a, uh, a sphere. Yeah, and then just just all the shit of like them flying through it. I did like the, when he was like explaining the whole whole thing, and then what is a what is a circle in three dimensional space? Yeah, a sphere. Mm. That that's yeah. like a thing that yeah. like. It's like McConaughey's character would probably know that, but yeah, it's but like, it's but like a fun. It's fun it's to fun, hear. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like because. I think that was like a realization to me as like a guy who watched contact and stuff and was a big fan. But mm-hmm. like watching this movie, it was like, Oh, it would be a sphere. Huh? Yeah. That's neat. Well, and because we don't have any context of it. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. haven't seen it like visually. And then yeah. uh, a big part of this movie's development was uh, Kip, like Kip Thorne, the, the theoretical physicist yeah. being involved. And I he, love that name. By the way. Yeah, Kip, Kip Thorne. Kip but like Thorne. his his like primary thing is wormholes. Like he's like the primary wormhole expert. He's a wormhole guy. He's a, and he's accredited. You need, a, you need a wormhole guy. Get get a get all Kip down. Get all K- Kip down. Hey, hey Kip, come on over here. You know about wormholes? Put huh? some numbers on the chalkboard for us, please. <laughs> hey Kip, you're a wormhole guy. What some are you equations. doing? <laughs> Oh man! Uh, but he's credited as like an executive producer on this too, right? They gave him, yeah, because he's been on board since the Spielberg version, right. like oh three, oh four, uh, I think. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been fascinating to see that version. I, I don't know what it, it. It probably would have been similar, I guess, but um, mm-hmm. I don't know. But but yeah, it was more Earth focused, and I don't know how that would have uh, how that would right. worked. You know, it wouldn't have been as cool. Yeah, because a lot of the like space two thousand one y stuff is is like is where my, this movie really shows. Yeah, my uh, my my wheelhouse that's for sure. Hell yeah! Like, so I was gonna like, say, yeah, what are what are some similarities between two thousand one and Interstellar that you that you found? The spacesuits kind of look similar. Spacesuits, yeah. yeah. The, spacesuits the oh, that's a good point. Yeah, the spacesuits. The the initial like. Um, it's it's not like a classical music song, but it's Hans Zimmer doing right. Something similar when they first dock, I think, right? The, the uh, what is it? Um, the subversive TARS case thing, like not an asshole like computer that's trying to kill you. It's actually like you know. Well, right. and then they look like yeah. the, the the monolith. monolith. Yeah, like yeah. They, they're designed kinda, after the monolith. Yeah, pretty. I think uh, intentionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just like how there's like an, you know, we found an anomaly. We need to send people to go figure out 
what's what going planet on? Was it on? I think it was Jupiter. It was Jupiter. It was a little yeah. past Jupiter. This one is near Saturn. Saturn. Oh shit! And it was, was like because really? yeah. I wrote down that as a similarity, but I guess well, it's still kind of the same yeah, kind of Jupiter. thing. Like there's a black hole or there's yeah, a wormhole right. out there. Mm. We need to send people to go. Yeah, research mm. it. In, what's in going on? 2001, it was Jupiter and beyond s- the infinite. Yeah, and yeah. This, it's beyond Saturn. Yeah, right. Mm. Fuck. Yeah, I thought that was him doing an homage, and I guess it's not quite. Oh, but. Well, I mean, like he pr- he probably didn't want to do it exactly, but it's the same. Like, concept. yeah, he's like, yeah, I'll do I'll do one earlier, like yeah. like just a planet near. Like, I don't want to be too on the nose. Yeah, <laughs> e.g., Doctor Man. That's one of the most on the nose names. Yeah, yeah. and I, like That's the true. sound Dang. editing too, like. How there's no uh, you know no sound in space. Well, that that's just hey. Given, open the pod bay doors, doors. Hal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> open the pod bay door. Like the the docking stuff was definitely like I feel like oh. Nolan was watching 2001 and was like jerking off like to that like <laughs> pod bay doors one. That scene's so good, dude. Like the the dialogue yeah. in that scene yeah. where mm. she's like, "It's impossible," and he's like, "It's necessary." Yes. Oh, oh dude. Like a, yeah. He was like a fucking God. action hero in that scene. Hell yeah, so sick. dude. But. I remember listening to Nolan, an interview, and he was like, yeah, my kids are like four and five years old, and I just popped in 2001 A Space Odyssey because they needed to see it. Damn, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to show Atticus that movie. It's, you should. Yeah, it's yeah. necessary. It's ne- <laughs> necessary. And then, and then Emma Thompson dies because... His because wives die he, and he every, likes dead wives. Let's talk about that for a little bit because that's oh, yeah. What's that about? I don't know what this. Yeah. Oh, dead wife yeah. in this movie. Dead I didn't wife. even like think <laughs> yeah, about that's that. A dead honestly. Wife. So okay, Gus. There's a reoccurring oh, theme in yeah. all his movies. I'm connecting the dots here now. Okay, so yeah, because like <laughs> yeah. in um, following, right? No, not following. Uh, Memento. His okay. wife. Oh dead. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Inception. I, his wife's the dead. whole conflict with his yeah, yeah his wife. It's Was there any Batman stuff? Interstellar, his wife's dead. Yeah. Well, she died. Like the love interest Prestige. died. Wife's white, dead. White, wife dies. Prestige. Yeah. It's it's. it's I just, I just think that is his go to, like relatability thing. You know, like it's it's like, like it's a formula we, in the like it's a tool in the toolkit. Yeah, and I think he just keep he mm-hmm. keeps going back to it, you know. And it's like Inception is him diving into that most. There's too many to just say that it's a tool. And I have a I have theory. another tool. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Then is that maybe his mom died early or something? Oh, like, I forgot. Yeah, you texted very, me about uh, that. I don't even know. We're gonna have to look that up before because, done for, like, for apparently, like it's it strikes him as a something that's very emotional mm-hmm. in his films like as a motivator because if the thing is if he was like a guy who was divorced and like maybe not married again or maybe just recently married it would be a little bit more understandable i guess but the fact that he's been married since before his career started to the yeah. same woman is really fascinating. Like, I wonder how she feels about like. Well, that's why Chris, I think it might like, be his like mom or something. You know, like yeah. that's worth looking into. I, I just think like when you when you write a movie, you have to have people relate to a character in some way, and like mm-hmm. it's a pretty good way to have like their wife be dead already. You know, mm-hmm. and like Inception really dives into that. Um, Interstellar doesn't really at all. Like she's just not there. 
Yeah, so it's cancer. like it's almost not even like he's a single dad, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which ties into my theory. Yeah. Or another tool that Nolan uses a lot is the relationship between child and parent. He uses that a lot. In Interstellar, especially, Batman Begins, he uses it a lot in between, like... like Master his White. Fa- well, yeah. Not necessarily Michael oh, Caine's yeah. character, yeah. but just Bruce Wayne. Bruce. Yeah, his dad. And then in Inception, too, like the whole reason he's doing this huge heist is to, to get, get back to see his kids. His kids, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think. Oh, Prestige, also. Christian Bale's character. Doesn't he? The, yeah, the kids are really sidelined. In that yeah, movie, yeah. But he yeah. wants to. He wants to be with. He wants to be with his daughter. Yeah, yeah. So just that might be another tool that. The I, f- I feel like rewatching all of Nolan's movies has just really highlighted how Inception is just like the ultimate execution of everything that he. What it feels like he wants to do, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like to to me, and the fact that like he made Interstellar as a response to people being like you're too cold and removed from your movies and you need to do something more emotional when like yeah, Inception, Inception is a very emotional, emotional movie. movie. It's yeah. like, it's a super emotional movie. Yeah. Um, I, I, I honestly kind of think almost more than interstellar in some regards. Um, I think but, the difference in yeah. performance is, is it's different. It's, they're very different beasts. Interstellar, I guess. like you had emotional, you had stronger emotional moments than Inception. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think also the stakes are higher in the Interstellar. Yeah, in that's definitely opinion. true. Yeah. Yeah. I have to see Inception. I haven't seen it in a, in a long time. Oh, Saeed! Yeah. It's his masterpiece yeah, work. Yeah, dude. dude <sighs> fucking, that movie is yeah. uh, oh, layered. And I remember I listened to your podcast on it, and I think I went to see it in the same showing that you did. I remember... Wait, going, did you work at uh I didn't work there, but Sean invited me or something dude. and we walked in and we saw it in D box. Oh and like you, that oh, you, so dude, funny. I think yeah. you were there. There was like yeah. eight people in that yeah, that, I think yeah, you were. that yeah, theater. Yeah, yeah. And I remembered seeing it in D box and seeing that. It was scene. late as fuck. Yeah, right? we didn't yeah. get out to like four or five in the morning. <laughs> but it was like <laughs> so, so worth it because I was so yeah. blown away. Yeah, I was like, sure. holy shit. It was a wild ass experience. Yeah. That's so crazy to me, man. Wow. That was yeah, that was so cool. <laughs> wow, that's weird. Yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah, it's a small world, man. Mm. Um, yeah. So, man, fucking dude, I love the scene when fucking uh, Damon dies. Though that that scene is a, oh, it's sick. so well done mm-hmm. because the the music is doing this buildup of like da da da. Mm-hmm. It's like doing this, like it's getting louder and louder. Yes. And you think like an explosion or something, or like something's going to happen, like time to the music, mm. and like that doesn't even factor in at all. It's just he says there is a moment, and then he fucking explodes, yeah. And dies. <laughs> yeah, there's a m- yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. The, there is a yeah, and then he gets cut off. And what I love about the uh, like the, this is a, the beginning of the action scene of him docking with the ship mm-hmm. is that it, it lays out to bring up the geography again, like we did on or did we bring it up on uh, Inception? Is that when we talked about it? It is right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really brilliant because like with a backdrop of the planet, you see the Endurance. They're like their big hub ship with like a an exploded yeah. part of it and it's spinning it's starting to spin yeah. and then you see McConaughey and uh 
Fuck. Rachel Wise. Rachel Wise? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Hathaway right. ship, yeah. like, going into dock. And it just, like, lays out exactly just in, like, a broad sense. Like, this is where this ship is. It's starting to spin. And then this is their ship approaching it. And then they got to line up and then start spinning. That's spinning. so fucking yeah. the G-force. Yeah. Yeah. And then, God, yeah. there's, so many, there's so many little bits in that, too, where he's like, if I pass out, you take over. Take the and what that line does, yeah. that line is like, we're going to be spinning so fucking fast that we might pass out. It's yeah. just like and Anne little Hathaway moments like that. Passed she out. does pass out, yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like you you are like, oh, that makes sense. Someone passes out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. You know. And God, that, that, that scene is fucking thrilling, man. It's, yeah, yeah, it's incredibly suspenseful. The music and just yeah. the act. Oh, man. I was on the edge of my seat when I was watching that in the theater, I remember. Yeah. Fuck. So good. Yeah. Um... But, uh, yeah, what what other little bits you guys want to bring up about it? Uh, well, I mean, let's talk about show. more of the Earth stuff because, you know, like, we don't... We, the Earth stuff? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff's more, all right. Uh, Murph! <laughs> Murph! Murph! Please, Murph. Uh, yeah, Casey. You know, uh, may, maybe yeah. that's... Maybe that's my biggest issue with it is the space stuff is so engrossing and I'm, like, all in on that. That when we jump back to Earth, I'm kind of like, uh, all right, you know, like yeah, it's it, 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 it's it builds the story, and I in each subsequent viewing adds and, and it, the, like it makes it better. But yeah, what are you saying? I mean, when you're cutting back and forth, it, it goes again with the theme of like how they're connected, like really, and that was like trying to be driven home. Yeah, is that they're both experiencing the same thing, you know, in different ways. You know what I mean? The conflicts that arise and whatnot mm-hmm. you know and the jump back and forth is meaningful it's mm-hmm. not it's not too like yeah ecstatic or whatever because what the 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 time we jump back to earth is when um murph sends a message back to cooper and then we we go to like live in time with back on earth to what, what's going up, on yeah. with there yeah mm. and then same and then the sequence that's on right now is like when what uh, they're yeah, trying well, to, yeah, yeah. It's all it's it, it's synced, yeah, right? Like it's synced the, up, yeah. pretty well. But I I can understand, yeah. When they they were jumping back to Earth, I was like, eh. like, like earlier we, in the we, film, yeah. We just wanted, yeah, to see what was yeah. Going I was on like, with, uh, I'm yeah. more engrossed. Even in the though space the, the transitions aspect. are cool, like I I like how when Coop is watching the video of old Murph for the first time that she like leans forward, clicks it off, and then bam, we're with Jessica Chastain on yeah. Earth. Mm-hmm. It's like that's a, that's a really cool transition, but ultimately, I feel like jumping between space and Earth is like I don't know. It, did, it didn't right. always work for me, even though it linked up at the end, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, I, yeah, it's fine. I mean, like, I get, I get, I get why, but you know, there's some is, parts it, where it doesn't work. Yeah, the they're like the part weird. where what's his name, the doc. Murph's love interest or whatever. He's like, they're coming back, Murph. And he or like, he's on his way. It's a tire iron. Yeah, it's like, just like... Uh, looking real, uh, right. like a real loser. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he, he, like Topher Grace right. holds it so back, Murph. Yeah. Fucking, I can't, I can't yeah. do it. I need to, like, listen to more fucking Topher Grace. Because he has such a, like, weird, like, throw it away voice where it's just like... Yeah. They're, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming back. I'm Venom. I'm Venom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's like, you yeah, know, that's like, you know, dude, you got it. I think yeah. you got it. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's just, 
He, he, you kind of just <laughs> yeah. It's like he's like a shrug apathetic. of a voice, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, you know, you you have a lung or something. You know, it's just I I feel like yeah, like Casey Affleck's whole character is weird to me. Like kinda, he's kind of nothing. He's like an like antagonist. How, yeah, he's kind of yeah, he's kind of an antagonist. Yeah, yeah. I don't know because like he 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 doesn't believe in dad no more. Yeah, like, I guess you need some mm-hmm. kind of like man-to-man conflict on mm-hmm. Earth. That's what he's used for. It's mm-hmm. kind of just like a. Listen, I like my plants, and that's it. Yeah, you don't nah. like my plant. Yeah. You don't want to take my family from my plants. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. My corn. <laughs> no, Murph. You don't take my my plants from me. Yeah, so I don't. Two things I got. No, three things. I got my whiskey, my plants, and my family. <laughs> My dying family. My dying Dude, family. Dude, oh, that scene where she said, just, oh, no, what did she say? Um, you're going to wait until another kid dies. Ooh. It's just like. That was pretty messy. Dude, that burn. was brutal, man. Yeah. yeah. And it's like Chastain nails that because she's fucking good at just like delivering like searing lines of dialogue. Yes. Dude, I, when she said that, I was like, fuck off. Like, that's that's kind of terrible it, it is but also like he's yeah, deluding he's, he's, himself yeah, he by is. not by staying there but you that's know? like how it's, is he gonna come on for sure your side yeah. saying that yeah like sure yeah yeah but god damn it your no, son another like, kid son dies died. yeah it's like oh yeah she, she, puts the the, she puts the uh the onus on him yeah for the first one yeah mm-hmm. and it's like whoa like that was insult that was to injury mean. Well, yeah. I wonder, like, what happens with it? Does does he just get convinced at the end of this movie where it's like she well, figured out gravity because yeah. the black hole, and then he's like, "All right, yeah, he <laughs> just, he just, yeah, he yeah. just accepts it because okay, his, yeah, his hopefully, whole life hopefully is moves done. from uh, hopefully gets on the spaceship or whatever. Yeah, his crops are all burnt, so like, what you know." Earth's fucked. Yeah. He, yeah, he probably died soon after that, right? Because he was around the crops his whole life and probably has, like, nasty... Yeah, they never nod to him lung. when they're all in Crop the hospital lung. bed at the end, you know? You guys want to talk about that? Do you want to get into the final ending yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's a bit of a... A uh, little bit of a rendezvous with Rama reference in the in that ending where they're in, like, a, a circular, like, a tubular ship. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a big, like, uh, thing in the Arthur C. Clarke book. I feel like it has to be pulled from that. I don't think it's. I don't think it was developed what? before that book. Uh, Rendezvous with Rama, where astronauts go to a alien ship that like floats into our um, solar system, and it's this like Tubular I think like thing. twenty or thirty mile long ship. Yeah. Where they go into the inside and it's like a fully like a halo tubular thing. Yeah, it's like, like a halo ship where it's like there's grass, there's planes and buildings and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's about them exploring that ship. But it, it feels like he was like doing some kind of a he. I, somebody probably got an idea from that, I'm sure. Um, and yeah, and there's the the cute little baseball moment where yeah. kids are still playing baseball yeah. on it. And gravity works real, real weird. Um, yeah, and then they hit. Yeah, they hit the uh, glass window. Yeah, yeah. Kinda, uh, on top of fun. Yeah, it was pretty fun. A little, really fun. little, little goof, a little gaff there. Um, a little goof and a gaff. But yeah, that was after he got like zinc? spit out from the from the black hole. I guess. Right. Yeah. yeah that's. Coo- or yeah. Because yeah. I guess the coordinate. I don't know what Tarzan's coordinates out to find where to find him or something, yeah. and then. 
coordinates in space? How does that work? Or like a beacon? I mean, coordinates in space work, but yeah. like just a, yeah, how he just got like a, there is mag- like a frequency. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, oh, right, right. Here's where we're at. Like <laughs> Magnets. Yeah. How do they work? Magnets. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was love. That's what's love. Yeah, it's yeah. all love. Yeah. That fucking love that's shit. That's the sixth mm-hmm. dimension. Yep. Yep. Um, and then that's a, that's a shot. I love yeah. Gotta that love shot, that shot, that. shot, dude. I love, describe it, the it, shot it fucking for us. Explains Brent. it. Yeah, I, I did already. People know what I'm talking about. Oh no, uh, yeah, right but now. it just happened just now. It was, it was the ship of, or this the the scene, the shot of the endurance uh, man yeah. blowing up, and then the endurance starting to spin. Yeah, and then uh, Hathaway and McConaughey approaching the ship. They God, use these so shots a lot. Mm. These like side of the ship. Shots I've noticed. Yeah, well, because it's a like practical atmosphere. Ship. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's more it, than just that. It's like uh, like you're on a boat because there's a lot of uh, there's ooh, a lot of allusions yeah. to like uh, ex- exploration and because mm-hmm. it's like and that he is, says yeah. that line. Remember, we're explorers and uh, and the yacht. There's like yacht champions or something. That, oh yeah, who don't, don't know, how, know how, to how to swim. I love yeah. that line. Yeah, and that we're explorers. It's like, like probably yeah. not true. I imagine, but it's like it's just <laughs> love, a fun I, thing. Yeah, it's a fun thing. Yeah, it's a fun thing to think about for sure. But it looks like they're on like. Like, you know, the water almost. Like, that's how it looks when yeah. you're, like, on a ship and it's, like, moving around, like, bobbing sure. and stuff. Especially the big planet scene. Uh, a lot of, like, imagery to, like, just um, being in the yeah. open ocean. Of, know? like, riding up the wave and yeah. then, like, riding down the other side of the wave mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah I, I was I could have sworn you were just watching, uh, you know, like a storm F- movie or something. Master and Commander. Yeah, Perfect Master Storm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so that's why I thought, like, a lot of those are just, like, like the whole... Uh, shipping exploration imagery sort of thing yeah. even the truck had that remember when he was driving the truck and like he was le- he's about to take off from to um to take off taking yeah. off to take off mm-hmm. uh and it had that cu- amazing countdown scene when he leaves murph it's like three yeah that was two. so efficient dude I yeah. love that was that. that was perfect that was, uh, yeah. that was the best because it just yeah. cuts that reminds me of 2001 also yeah had the side view of the truck mm-hmm. on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. How, in 2001, which part? Oh, just like, you know, the jump cut from the bone being thrown up in the air. It's just like, they oh, get yeah. right yeah, to it was, space. It was yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just like, that's yeah. interesting. We don't need to see the fucking rocket One actually, of the best, you know, like, cuts and like, we can, cinema. we can yeah. just get right to it. Yeah, right. For sure. So that cut was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, and then and then at the end they do like a bit a bit of a searchers thing where he like goes in to see old Murph and it's uh mm-hmm. uh God, I already forgot her name. Ellen Burstyn? Is that what her name was? Which one? I, oh, I yeah, said, you said it. Like an I think hour that was ago. right. Um but yeah, the chick from Rec, uh, Requiem for a Dream. Mm-hmm. Um and that scene always how do you guys feel about that scene? I wanna like read the room on that. Like the scene when he walks in to like his it's daughter. Sad. And her family. Oh man, yeah, yeah. it, it is sad. very sad. It's also very short. Yeah, it's like what? What does she say to him? It's, no, no father should have to watch right. their children die. Yeah, their and then he die. he he well, seems totally whole, okay with it. She had a whole life without him, so right. he's yeah. kind of just a. It's like seeing like I don't know like I love my grandma right, but like. You know, she. I mean, I hadn't seen her in a long time, and uh, mm-hmm. and then she passed away. And it's like seeing her now would be kind of like, oh yeah, like it's cool that like, like I, you cared about, you took care of me when I was a child. But 
Yeah. I'm not like you've lived you this know, whole life, life without, like yeah, yeah since yeah. then. Yeah, I guess in that yeah, that through that lens it it makes more sense, yeah. And he realized that he had to let go and have her let her have her life, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like what is he supposed to do, right? Like Yeah. Well, and also it's like this final realization of like who he is. Yeah. And like realizing that He's meant know, to I, go fuck Anne Hathaway, right? Yeah, it's like it's like he, he's an explorer, like he's a yeah. pioneer. But it's like I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like I, I wish there was maybe like one or two more scenes to like really nail that. For yeah, me. yeah, for sure. I feel the you same. Know? Yeah, because yeah. 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 it's kind of the payoff. Because it's like his daughter, and then he's like, "All right, bye. I'm gonna go." Right, to it was this like thirty seconds. Like, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but they, like, they kind of set that up. I get, that he's it makes sense, but yeah, you you as an audience member just want more. But mm-hmm. it's like I don't know, like what, yeah. like that's awkward as fuck. Because there's like twenty people yeah. around her. Yeah. It's like she's like they about known to her die. All I guess the, <laughs> most, <laughs> they have known her like way longer than he ever has, almost, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. very you know, true for yeah. sure. Yeah, that that's... are more important to her than probably him. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's that's fascinating to think about. Like, uh, yeah, how he's kind of just like this. He's just a ghost. Yeah. Ooh, <gasps> what? Nice. I'm pointing at, I'm pointing at y'all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's um, a ghost. That's it. That's it. Intently pointing. I think at that's him. what that's what she says, right? Yeah. She's like you were you're my, my ghost. ghost. Yeah. yeah. You were my ghost. This is the guiding ghost. No, I think song. he says I was your ghost, and and there is yeah. that that bit of like satisfying reveal where it's like. Yeah, I was the fucking guy. Like, I was in the fucking fifth dimension doing that guy. shit. That was me. That was me. Yo, Bish, that was me. That was me, Mr. Hey, Bish. Hey, Mr. Bish, White. stay, Bish. <laughs> so she right. dies, um, presumably, <laughs> off camera, I guess. Right. She dies. With all her family around. Um, fucking still young-ish, yep. you know, good-looking McConaughey. Mm-hmm. Big dick. Conaghy. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to jump right. in this he, he's spaceship. Just, he's just chilling, drinking <laughs> beers with Tars on yeah, his he, fucking porch. That's, that, is, that was pretty awesome, dude. Yeah. Oh. They just well, recreated this house, and he just, like, lives in it. Like, I kind of loved all the how this movie opens with the whole documentary stuff-esque. Like, I love yeah, the documentary, like, shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so that cool. was a pretty smart way to, mm-hmm. to yeah, the, the smart way to use that, for sure. But and and they also use the um, they kept changing the aspect ratio to give it that authentic like uh, mm. documentary feel, which was cool, you know. Mm. But then it was also jarring to see the um, IMAX uh, aspect ratio in the yeah non IMAX. Yeah, it always blows my mind for the the Nolan movies that uh, they they keep those changes in the Blu-rays. Well, they also yeah, do it at IMAX theaters too. Yeah. And that's it's, you'd think they'd just make it all one thing for like the release, right? I don't know. Yeah, and and it's weird because like when you when you don't do the letterbox, you miss out on it cuts off the side of, of the frame as well. Yeah. So like I don't know why don't they just keep the sixteen nine sixteen nine ratio, aspect ratio and just show us everything that was meant to be seen. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe people just want to see more. Oh God, I love this. Sorry, the visualization of yeah, guys, the fucking he's going into the black hole. 
Well, no, he's, he's uh, circling it right yeah. now. Right. With, well, uh, and then, okay, so recently there was the image that was released oh, in the that's black a, hole. I'm so glad you brought this up. And the first thing I fucking thought when I saw it was like, they kind of fucking nailed it in Interstellar, yeah. dude. Yeah. Because it's like, this is what this. I imagine it probably looks like up close. Mm-hmm. You know, like if mm-hmm. you were like real close to it. Um, just like God. the dark surrounded by light with like mm-hmm. a little bit of a rim. That's exactly what's fucking going on. You know what? Um, I want to put on my will. Just shoot me up in space towards Black Hole. I want to see what happens. Yeah, dude. That would be Maybe awesome. Maybe you'll fly in, fucking come on, come on back down. You'll just fucking arrive come back on, on Earth. Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, Jump hey. back I don't in know. time. Honestly, like, if I was on my deathbed, I'd be like, shoot me up to fucking space and like, let me see that shit yeah. before I die. You know? Pull, pull is it, a 2001. Isn't that, a, isn't that like the Lunar Society or something? There's like a specific group of people that I think mm-hmm. have that yeah. have that going on. You should sign up for that, dude. <sighs> yeah. That'd be cool, man. It's probably like a million bucks or something. That'd be a trip, probably, too. What if you tripped out? Uh like you 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 entered a wormhole right before you were about to die, kind of like two thousand one. Yeah. You just like tr- you go through a whole trip. Yeah, just like Whoa. you just get warped, and then I turn into a child again. You spaghetti, <laughs> yeah, you, know, you spaghettify, and then I, you turn into spaghetti. And spaghetti is my favorite food. So mm-hmm. I, I think out. I think my favorite uh, food? set piece in any um. <laughs> my my favorite food is spaghetti, uh, but also. <laughs> No, my favorite like set piece in any movie is people going through wormholes, I think. Because yeah, it's like it's kind of there, there's very few, yeah. but it's like the one in contact fucking rules. The that one, one is two thousand one so well. is fucking two thousand one awesome. is like that whole the orig- the OG. Yeah. Like yeah. that one rules too. Mm. Uh this one's awesome. This, the, one this one's like job. trying to be like scientifically accurate, accurate. As yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Contact is like a middle ground and then 2001 is just like full art house fucking mm-hmm. crazy shit happening. Oh uh, yeah. Just using like fucking like non-Newtonian liquids and just filming that. Yeah. And, just, and then, and then so just wild. putting like yeah. negatives and like mm. weird colors on yeah. like terrains. Yeah. <laughs> like like film terrains. <laughs> right. Like, like ocean. Yeah. Helicopter shots. Just yeah. These yeah, I always forget about the yeah the weird like fluid stuff in the two thousand one trip scene. Like that's all that stuff is yeah, that's crazy. That's what he did. Man. Yeah, it was yeah. just a non Newtonian like paint and stuff. Seeing that in, I- in IMAX was fucking like mind shattering. Dude, that was so good. You'll never get that experience. Yeah, again. that's good. Good stuff. Wow. We should just go buy an IMAX, Steve. <laughs> go buy an IMAX, dude. Hey, what? Go up to play. Hey, how much is for uh, that right there? That that big screen. We'll buy the IMAX. Yeah, we'll let's just buy it. You IMAX. know, I got a, I got a good credit score. I got a very. I'm in the. I got a five eighty. <laughs> we'll buy an oh, IMAX, Mister Wayne. <laughs> you know my credit, Mister Wayne. My credit limit is nineteen thousand. So think about that. <laughs> I think that could buy an IMAX or two. Sure, <laughs> at least a screening or two. That'd be great. Um, but yeah, I think we've reached. I think we've reached uh, the end of Interstellar. Uh, anything else you guys want to want to bring up? Uh, uh, yeah, like he he. Um, so he he like loves Anne Hathaway. I'm guessing like that's how it tracks. Like he's he's a. It doesn't. It's not very yeah. fulfilled. But like it seems like that's oh, the point. Wait. Oh, McConaughey. Yeah, because hmm. she gets there, and you know Wolf Emmerich or something. The guy Edmonds that she is dead. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. So 
That's interesting. Like, I don't really have that reading of it. I I, I know, I, and yeah. it's totally fair that you don't. Yeah. But like the way that things were set up, it only makes sense that he's like, "I'm gonna go fuck this chick." Well, because they have <laughs> they have to they have to like yeah. they they have to for the for humanity. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, I, yeah. That makes sense. I I, I more I kind of like that he because he likes killing wives. And that's the thing that he does. But it, it's cool that he has just like Anne Hathaway as like a female character that isn't like a oh yeah for sure you know yeah. like a no. love interest or anything like that. Yeah, um, yeah. And well, I, I guess Chastain is too in a, in a sense. But um, well, like she's the main, while like um, you know Topher Grace is the handsome. Uh, very attractive uh, love interest. Yeah. yeah, very confident, very sexy. Uh, oh, Topher Grace. Mm. Oh, the mm. Eureka scene. Yeah. When she throws all the papers mm. and kisses him, and he's like, Well, oh. I haven't been kissed like that since I was on that 70s show with mm. Donna. Hey, I'm Venom from the Spider-Man, Spider-Man movies. movies. You guys, you oh, guys like Spider-Man? Do you think Sam Raimi cast him to like to self sabotage? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of think he did, honestly, because yeah, yeah. it's like, why would you cast him? That's baffling to me. Um, oh, Brent, you were yeah. saying they think they call this part the Matrix. I think he says the Tesseract. Doesn't the Tesseract. The Tesseract, yeah. the tesseract so is, the is folding time, in yeah. or yeah. caving in or something. The Wrinkle in Time uh, uh, rules here. Tesseract. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Like it, movies like Interstellar and Arrival, um, are two movies where like give me a sequel that's like hundreds of years in the future. Like I just want to like see what's going on in this world in the future. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, more like I guess kind of more so Arrival because that movie has some like crazy setups. I don't know. But. I want to see the weird fifth dimensional shit. Like whatever. Like uh, yeah. I mean, that'd be hard to, <laughs> to make vision, anything yeah, in- to interesting, make yeah, for sure. To portray visually, I guess, yeah, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That'd be, yeah, that'd be super cool to see. I mean, 2001 is still probably the best example of of that concept, right? What? Like the fifth dimension, or the fourth, well, in that movie, it's the they're like fourth dimensional beings, right? Uh, they're just an alien species, as far as I'm, as, mm-hmm. as I interpret it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they might. Be. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. They were just yeah. Kind of it doesn't helping really get into the dimensions yeah. Yeah. in that movie. That's a whole nother yeah. uh, podcast, though. That's yeah. a whole nother podcast. Uh, D- dimension showdown. Dim- <laughs> well, yeah, I guess like uh, I guess I guess we can call things off. Yeah, yeah dude. Mm-hmm. What about Do you, Russ? Final, what are your yeah, you got anything else? Thoughts? Yeah. For me, no. I I just uh, this is one of my favorite movies. I love. Everything about it, the music, the acting, the casting, uh, the visuals especially. Um, it hits art strings every time. Uh, Nolan and uh, his brother, right? His incredible, brother. Yeah, incredible yeah. writers. And uh, I'm looking forward. I've, I've followed them, followed, following, followed them since hey, the beginning. Hey, hey, hey. So, That's the name uh, Following them. I hope, yeah. I hope he can get like I another. I hope he rises. <laughs> I hope he rides like what we were saying earlier. I hope he can he can take this kind of like art house thing he did with 
Dunkirk and almost. Batman and begins this writing <laughs> movie. Well, he, he kind of got trapped with, into that with high concept stuff. Yeah, just yeah. this yeah. this kind of these like passion too, projects. Yeah. I want to see more like Inception, Interstellar, uh, Dunkirk. Inse- uh, it, uh, Dunkirk seems like a very passioned project, though, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Yeah, he said he said he's had that movie in his head for a long time. Yeah, okay, but I want like an original something. Original. Well, I next, mean, year, dude, next year, next July, like, dude. It's okay. coming out next year in July. Really? Yeah. Next year, that huh? soon, man. Yeah. 2020. Yeah. Awesome. Weird. It's so I've I've heard some rumors about this movie. You guys want to with hear what they are? Yeah. 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 So um, apparently, I was right. Apparently, it is a time travel movie, and apparently, it takes place in the near future, and they go back to the 1950s. Okay. Ooh. And. I don't really know much else other than Are that. Are they wearing suits? Than, uh, probably. But they're time travelers, and we don't really know why or anything like that. But that that's just like but Robert the Pattinson's in it? leak. Yeah, Robert Pattinson. Oh, wow. Uh, Was- uh, Denzel Washington's son. I always keep forgetting his name. And then uh, the super tall chick from Widows. forget her name, too. Um, but, yeah. That's that's the cast. Some so new blood, but, okay. That he has. Yeah, he's getting all new before, people, yeah. which is I think it's cool. And uh, he has a new editor, which I think is a good sign. I, I'm interested to see if he uses a new um, composer. Yeah, or if he goes back to to Zimmer. Oh, I kind of more just iconic duo. Zimmer, yeah, yeah. I mean, Williams and Spiel. Spiel I know it was still a doing fucking. Stuff. I mean, it was a fucking know? just a a comment. Brent, you don't have to bring uh, back. Uh, hey, yeah, I do. They're the, they're the dynamic duo. Or even better, uh, Tim Burton and Danny Elfman. Which ooh, <laughs> that's know, like that's like the fucking uh, devil's this, duo this, right the trigger, there. The, yeah. the, the, the trigger, <laughs> trigger, trigger duo. Brent's compulsive. If, if you want, if you want a soundtrack that's like. Mm. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> that's all for me, though. What about uh, you, Adam? Yeah, so this movie is very, very good. Um, it's almost perfect, yeah. Uh, I think um, a lot of the a lot of the the flaws are mainly due to some cheese with the love thing, but that's totally uh, I can totally get over that. But some of the more like unforgettable stuff is just kind of the disinterest of like we you know how we talked about the um the earth stuff you know i i, I think that he nolan wanted to mold that over to kind of um i don't know he didn't really care too much about that he wanted to get straight to the to the space stuff right mm-hmm. um but other than those two things um, I love this movie. Uh, I think that it's very important in a cultural sense. And I mean that wholeheartedly in the sense of what I talked about initially with the whole science thing. Like, mm. like it's, it's hard to come by a blockbuster film that makes a lot of money that doesn't, uh, that tries to teach people about like, cool physics stuff and gets people like inspired about like science and how it works. Like that's why I loved about like the, the, the true nature of like the scientific method and inquiry and being, being like amazed by, um, 
by things you don't understand and how you can investigate and figure that out. And I mean, I wish they would go, he, he would have did more of that with, um, Chastain's character. It was, it was done with, uh, some of her dialogue, but it was more like, uh, let's, let's, uh, you know, kind of mull it over as well. Um, I, I, I again, like love the, the time shit that Nolan always does. Like the, like it, it is so cool to have like relativity used as a plot structure point. Like that is, mm-hmm. that is so cool. Like it, it's, I don't recall it being done in any media books or movie. I mean, it might've been, yeah. But I can't like, think of anything offhand. I can't yeah. think of anything offhand. Um, but like, it's it's so cool. Like, what the emotional impact truly is. If you were to do this, right? Like, you would just miss out on your family, right? Mm-hmm. And I just love how that's the play space. And also, I loved all the uh, the cool uh, sci- the maneuvering uh, talk and like how they would they work together to figure out how to travel. Mm-hmm. And improvise, like, and how time is a resource as opposed as with like fuel and um, yeah. food. Oh, yeah. that that's line. just so it's the, the it's small details yeah. are just so cool. Like, I, I love that. And it just kind of like um, makes people think a little bit more about like uh, how, how reality is and whatnot and how cool it, how cool science can be. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how to, how to put it, uh, Better, so that's why why I mean that this this film is so important in that way. But uh, in the dolphin difficulty scale, boom, 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 boom. Oh yeah! I wish I had like a sort of like um, what do you, what do you a think Thurman? this one. Oh, I'll have to make like a little little like music stinger on this one. Like each like level like has like uh, a, a <laughs> as, song as its own or something, thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's like uh, it's like Rachmaninoff yeah. for a three and like fucking I don't know what two would be. Oh, one would be like Katy Perry. What would what would like a two be? This is this is like an intermediate. Well, I mean, I don't It'd know. Be like what, a jazz mm, song, mm. probably like a jazz song or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a two. It's definitely a two. Um, yeah, two makes sense. Yeah, it's not too hard to get on board with, but it it, it can get a little confusing for for people for sure. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. it. For, yeah, for Brent's yeah, mom, yeah. For Brent's <laughs> mom, my mom. So um, uh, definitely, um, it, it's definitely. A great movie, and can you knock my cat off the counter, please? Hey, hey, hey. Um, yeah, so check 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 it out again if you haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, because I think I think the repeat viewings is definitely important, and you get sure. a lot more out of it. And Matthew McConaughey is fantastic. Yeah, for sure. He's yeah, so uh, repeat viewings mm. definitely. I think. Keep mm. helping this movie mm. uh, for for all all of the the shit I've talked this episode. I've seen this movie like six times. Mm. Like like I really love this movie, and um, I, I I just love emotional stories about mm. the, this movie is just so similar to Contact in so many ways. Like Contact is a story about a father and a daughter uh, connecting beyond like through space and time. And that's like Mm. what this movie is about too. Um, 
And even going back to what you were talking about, how it's like an important movie in terms of like the uh, you know science and 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 what it's doing. Um, how like using how like even, a plot structure? Yeah, how even it. like the the teaser trailer was mm-hmm. like we can't lose sight of. Mm-hmm like dreaming for bigger things and like for, Mm. for shooting for the stars and, um, you know, going for, for difficult, difficult Mm. things like that. Um, yeah, I I, I guess, sorry, just real quick, like the hybridization between like science and romanticism that he, he attempts to do in this film, which is actually kind of like crazy to do, you know, like the wonder of, uh, scientific inquiry yeah and like he he like captures the 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 wonder of space Mm. and a lot of those like really beautiful shots of you know the the tiny little ship with like saturn in the background Mm. um yeah i mean i i really i really love this this movie i i I think it you know it has its flaws like like every movie but um it's it's still so entertaining to to watch and uh, McConaughey is like fully in his like. I need to like come back and like give my all in every movie I do yeah. mode, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean he he kills it. Chastain is is great as always. Um, and uh, yeah, and the in those set pieces, man, like he totally fucking kills. Like the the docking set piece is like one of the most tense. You know, oh, yeah. set pieces of like the modern era. Mm-hmm. Um, even and, like the beginning mm-hmm. dock scene was pretty tense, but you know, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Even mm-hmm. like, yeah, when they dock and then they plays like the mm-hmm. classical music that that's what I was talking about earlier. That feels like uh, a scene out of 2001 where mm-hmm. there's like the elegant kind of classical music playing and you're just watching a ship spin. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I see what you're doing, Nolan. You're, you know, giving a little, little bit of an homage here for sure. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, uh, Topher Grace, I mean, I got to give a shout out to the guy. Kills hey, it in this hey. movie. Mm. Absolutely slays <laughs> Thank, it. Thanks, Brent. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed my Hey, uh, to- Topher, thanks, thanks, for, thanks for, you know, yeah. popping in here and, and hey, just saying Hey, do you that. remember really that I was uh, Venom in, in you Spider-Man know, 3? I'll, I'll, <laughs> you know... To- Topher, thanks so much for making an appearance, and uh, we'll, we'll yeah, talk man, to you soon, I mean, okay, I don't, I don't, I don't... Uh, not much to do so you uh, know we'll talk to you later but it was it was yeah, good i mean i, I appreciate me, you popping uh, in on the podcast back on all right you know. topher topher all right all right well um, bye i was on that 70s <laughs> show remember that was a uh, topher grace who is venom he has um, been taken out of the studio yeah he's uh, maybe he'll come back who knows yeah. um but yeah interstellar uh is is uh is great it's it's uh it's it's nolan doing his 2001 riff and um it's it's uh it's a good good ass time is that what we got we got that that's it that's it interstellar yeah Yeah. gus thanks for coming on man yeah absolutely thank you so much for having me on yeah two One billion people because the other six billion died like in interstellar oh right yeah (laughs) No, yeah, I don't on know. On our new planet, on Edmund's planet. We're we're posting always stuff on uh, stickerfridge.com, just uh, weekly blogs and everything. And I'll shamelessly plug my Twitter, uh, Gus, S-T-F-U, 
Find me on there. Oh, so. that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were spelling like Gus for some reason. <laughs> yeah. No, that's my handle. G U S S T F U. Gus. Gusit. Gusit. I should just change it yeah, to that. Gusit. Yeah. That's oh, who you should, you dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. Gusit. Gusit. What about you, Adam? Got me plugs. Um. Uh, when was this airing? This Monday. This Monday, yeah. yeah. Uh, go watch Game of Thrones. It's <laughs> <That's> pretty exciting. <laughs> Just, yeah, watch. jump on board and fucking, yeah. yeah. I mean, Dude, should we, I feel like maybe we should do like a, hmm, maybe we shouldn't even say this. Yeah. Maybe I'll probably save Probably not. It. Yeah, I'll save it. Um, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, follow me on Instagram, relativistic.uncertainty, which is relativistic. You know, relativistic, like what we talked about here. Yeah, yeah. Like time, like uh, science. Like right? science. <laughs> and follow me on Letterbox, where I just reviewed Avengers Endgame. Spoilers, so don't read that review Ooh, if okay. you yes. haven't seen it. Well, you know that it, you know how it portrays to other people, right? Yeah, it, yeah. it says spoiler, it's right? It spoiler, yeah. and you have to click it to, yeah. to read it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it's I, a good review, man. Really good. Thank yeah. you, sir. And I also reviewed Paul Marmonkop on there, mm. too. Yeah, it's a, also a good review. <laughs> <laughs> Together, yeah, yeah, those two yeah. movies equal um, five stars mm. on Letterboxd, so take that as you will. And who knows? I might have an Interstellar review soon here. Hey. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm trying really hard to um, keep consistent. Because I really like that platform. It's cool. Yeah, Letterboxd is yeah. very red. It's sure. relativistic. Did I say that? Yeah, on yeah, Letterboxd. Oh, just relativistic, right? Yeah. Letterboxd, yeah. I was surprised that username was, like, not taken. Like, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Well, yeah, it's a little cool. wordy, but yeah. I mean, it's, you know. Wordy. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, other than that, guys, um, I'm uh, Brent Kong on Twitter and... Mm-hmm. On Instagram, I think the mm-hmm. same name. Shoot us an email at uh, directorshowdown at gmail.com. How we got, got any, any emails concerns? on that thing? Um, I'm not going to say. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's actually cool. No, yeah. like, you don't have to say it, but that's yeah, yeah. cool that. Like, um, but uh, they say, you guys fucking suck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, they're all negative. Yeah. Uh, for sure. They're all uh, just hate messages. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, also, guys, keep an eye out because. Soon after you're hearing this, I'm gonna I'm gonna launch the fucking. Uh, it's about time, about time again, guys. We got we're sitting oh, with our previous God. winner right now. Oh, Dealer's God. choice, baby. This is the time. Dealer's now. choice is, time. is popping yeah. up again, and uh, <sighs> yeah, Man. we're excited and nervous for that. I'm out of contention. Can you're, your, you could you could be in contention again. Okay, it's okay. fine. Yeah. Can your um, wife Amy like only do three dealers' choice like en- entries, and then if she doesn't win any of them, she can't submit again because I ev- don't ever want... again. Yeah. So we so we, we, <laughs> she so only if she wins. We only have to watch Black Beauty once. She what? Yeah. She, <laughs> what, what if like she kept winning? We just have to keep watching Black Beauty. She just like decides that. You know. You know. <laughs> that that is a bit of a cool thing that we didn't think about. Is that. If Gus say were to win again, he could just do Spike Kids 4D again. Well, I think we have the caveat of definitely not choosing a I guess movie that we've movie. done already on the entire podcast. And no, stuff like I that. would never do that to you yeah. guys. <laughs> well, and then we made it. We did say that porn is in contention. So I don't know. I mean, it's you not know? like I don't watch. It's not like uh any every Saturday night, I you know call up boys and say, "Hey, we're watching porn." 
you know, boys over and watch a new crack uh, a couple beers. Yeah. We're all naked and we just we just watch some porn. <laughs> this one's app. called Spy Adults Four. <laughs> spy Adults. Oh man, Spy Ladies Four. Spy, spy Moms. Spy, oh, it's definitely Spy Moms. Yeah, for Spy sure, Moms. Right? Yeah, Spy Moms. <laughs> spy Milfs. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, pregnant uh, Sky it's Spy right Milfs. Pre- pregnant, pregnant Spy, spy Milfs. <laughs> starring Jessica Alba. Yeah, yeah. starring <laughs> a little bit of a call my my deep fake fetish. Jessica Alba. Oh, man. Uh, um, but, yeah, guys, I think that's going to be it. Mm. Thanks so much for listening. This has been Interstellar. Next week's going to be Gone Girl. Uh, I'm excited to yeah, talk about that Yeah, going one. back in the David Fincher realm. So Yeah, last last Fincher movie. Only got two more episodes left, guys, mm-hmm. for the season. And, uh, and maybe we'll announce the next ooh, season soon. Boy, we got it. Uh-huh. Figured it yeah, out. I'm excited. It out. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Gus, again. Yes, yeah. thank you. Peace out. See ya.